Sweet. The Stern Show celebrates comedian and master of impressions, Dana Carvey's first time on the show. Do you ever count how many impressions you do? Have you ever added no. them up? No. It's really remarkable. He became John Lovitz. John Lovitz is a third grader. Why do we have to use the number two pencil? <laughs> he became Michael Caine. Michael Caine is a toddler. A go-go. A <laughs> He even became Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney on Mars. We didn't know it'd be so red. <laughs> Cheers to you, Dana. Oh, isn't that special? Good morning, everybody. Yeah. Come on, let's have some false excitement. Woohoo! Yeah. Monday morning. Hey, now. As you know, we start this show bright and early. That's the way we hang. That's what we like to do. We enjoy the early morning hours. We like to grasp the day and hold on to it. We get up early and do our radio show. We know how to do it. Uh Uh-oh, there's a knock on the door. Who the hell would be up this early? Hold on, Robin. Hey, it's Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi, what up? Oh, How are you? Howard Robin. Hey, I'm all right. Hey. But you know what? Oh, I am so pissed. Did you see what Megan McCain said about me in her book? First of all, let me just slow you down a minute. I want to welcome you to the show, and uh, thank you for coming on. Whoopi Goldberg is an Oscar winner. She has been in, what is the, your most famous movie, Whoopi? I'll let you say it. Color Purple, baby. Oh, and Sister Act, too. <laughs> Whoa. What about I would have said Ghost. I would have thought ghost. Ah, for me, it's the color purple. You know, Steven Spielberg. He discovered me. It was all that. For me, that's the one. That's got to be the one. Wow, I thought you. What, you know, I'm glad I said that because I would have like right away. I would have thought you said, "Oh, Ghost is my most important movie." That's when you won. I think the Academy Award. That's the Academy Award. Yeah, I did win the Academy Award. I mean, it helped me become an egot. But you know what? It's close to my heart. That color purple. That's just that's I the see. one that's really for me. You know. Uh-huh. And 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 you say that um, Megan McCain, she really attacked you, huh? Yeah. Did you hear what she said about me? I mean, she said so. Much, I just, oh, I don't want to get upset or anything. She just, uh, she said so many bad things about me. I, I'm livid. You know, maybe I should take a hit on my pen before I say anything else about her. Oh. Okay. Sure. Go ahead. Okay. A little early in the morning. That two of them were friends. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that mellows me Are you better bit. now? I'm a little bit better. You know, we're good, me and Megan. I just, I didn't appreciate that she said that kind of stuff about me. Thank you, Sippy. Ooh, Sippy, yeah. Sippy? What is Sippy? Sippy's my vape pen, Howard. I call it Sippy because I take little sips. Here, listen, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> why is that so funny? <laughs> I don't know why it's funny, but, but it, you know, by the way, you call that a little sip. If I took a sip like that, I'd be on my ass. I mean, you're amazing. <laughs> you should take a little sip with me, Howard. Come on, take a trip with me. <laughs> I feel like you, um, I feel honestly, again, this is old fashioned of me because everybody gets high, but. I think you're self-medicating. I think the view is getting to you, and I don't think you like when Meghan McCain writes a book and, and says bad things about you. I don't think, 
I think it's getting to you. You know. Yeah, I, I don't appreciate it. I mean, I think that I do her a nice service to her. I stay on her side as much as. Excuse me. Hello. Hello. Hey, 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 hey. what the fuck is up? Hey, 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 hey. Uh -huh. I thought I smelled weed. Hey, 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 hey whoopee. What's going on? I, I love Wait a second purple. here. Hold it. That's Seth Rogen. You stopped by. How are you doing? Seth Rogen and Whoopi Goldberg whoopee. on together, hey. Robin. Yeah. Hey, Seth Rogen, I love you. What's I'm up? Never... Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, was, Seth... I was just saying I love the color purple. I'm going to smoke some purple haze today in your honor. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is exciting, you know. I mean, uh, it fucking is. I, I'm excited. <laughs> I can't know, believe that the, Seth is up. <laughs> well, these two are. It's uh, been a really... long night, Robin. <laughs> you gotta get up. Early I'm making fucking pottery, fucking all night long. <laughs> I just made like 85 ceramic balls with my dick. <laughs> oh, I want one of those too. I need you to make me one. Um, I don't know what's going on, but I'm, <laughs> you know, you two are famous pot smokers in my eyes. Uh, I haven't even smoked since high school. Oh, come on. Howard, the pot from the seventies. I mean, I got higher from Huff and Joy Behar's farts than that stuff. <laughs> yeah. You were literally <laughs> smoking grass, <laughs> like from the lawn. <laughs> I have a great strain of blackberry kush. It's 33% THC sativa, which will keep you and get you high all day long. <laughs> or, 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 Howard, you could fire up my Indica Dominant Platinum OG strain and get blazed. <laughs> I tell you, when I hear you two talk about weed, I, it makes me want to get high. I know you not should fucking to. smoke with us. You should fucking smoke with us. Yeah, you should. I, I <laughs> Can I get I I get too. Don't paranoid. be a fucking pussy, Howard. <laughs> Look, <laughs> no, what's no, the no. Worst that could happen. You fucking misplaced your fucking paintbrush. <laughs> you fucking. I just have a. I, listen, don't put me. Hey, hey, Seth, don't put me down. I mean, I paint, but you do ceramics. So come on, you're doing the same thing I'm doing. You're not watching football, but uh, you know, I was thinking about the two of you. Uh you're like the new Cheech and Chong in a way, you know, the two of you, the way you hit the the pen. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. In yeah, fact, you know what? Seth, Let me hit it right now. I need to hit it right now. You just reminded me. Here I go. Honestly, Howard, smoking vapes suck. It's nobody uh, who actually loves weed smokes a vape pen. This is bullshit. Oh, you got to smoke flour or shut the fuck up, Whoopi. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, I got to tell you, I, Whoopi, I got to tell you, I was watching Seth on Instagram last night. He was selling some of his uh, ashtrays and things, and then he rolled a joint so expertly and smoked it old school style, even put a filter in it. It was quite amazing. But, yeah, but uh, who, who does that? I vape because it's the 21st century. You know, he's huffing his dumb ass down a bong like a hamster maze, a PVC. Who does that anymore? It's black lung. It's blacker than me.
Whoopee, you're Whoop. smoking weed all wrong. <laughs> Pot makes me productive as fuck. <laughs> I'm high as balls, and I've already written an entire screenplay today. <laughs> Pineapple I mean, to Express. <laughs> no Franco. <laughs> you know, I-, I feel like you know, bongs, of, bongs are for dongs. Like, it just makes you stupid. Like, do you even do movies anymore? You just make ashtrays now. Honestly, honestly, vapes are like sucking on a robot. <laughs> hey, look at me. I'm smoking C-3PO's dick. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I can take my vape pen and tuck it up my butt and get on a plane with it. Let me see you do that with a giant Weed, weed doesn't need to be vaped. It comes in a perfect form for smoking. It's called pot. <laughs> Roll that shit, light that shit, smoke it. <laughs> everything, everything, everything is divisive now. It's unbelievable, Whoopi. Even weed. I mean, it's like you're on The View arguing again over I weed. Like, I, I mean... I, I know. I got a fight about the. I'm trying to take Sippy. She's chilling me out. And then this guy's fighting with me. And I feel like I'm back on the view. I can't, right. oh, I'm getting, I can't get I'm away fucking, from it. No, I'm getting fucking stressed out. I need a fucking bog hit right yeah, now. Hold I need, on I one need second. Some... I need to fucking get something. Hold on. I'm so high, I agreed to do the voice of Donkey Kong in a movie. <laughs> I tell you, I'm getting, I'm, get, water. Ugh. I'm getting high just listening to the two of you. I mean, ima- oh, Seth, come on, imagine get high with us, Howard, please. You please. Fucking no, do it. You no, 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 no. No. I'm so <laughs> you two, you two get high right now. Go ahead. I don't have it. Okay, I don't I'm make judgment. I'm judgments. gonna hit the vape. And I'll, I'll hit my bar. Right. Okay, I'll hit my bar. Here I go. Okay. Hey, you named Whoopi. You named your your vape sippy. Yes. I named my bong bongo, as in bongo in my mouth, smoke go in my lungs, then laugh go like this. Wow, I'm fucking baked. You know, I'm laughing at the two of you. What is his name? Oh, boom shakalaka. I don't know what the fuck that means, but I'm gonna say it. Boom shakalaka. They are both very high right now. <laughs> I got to say something. You're both, Robin's right. You're both very high. You know what? It's killing me. And, and Robin, you know this. My doctor won't even let me drink coffee. I'm not having coffee. I can't have chocolate. I can't. These you two don't are drink having wine. a wine. I don't oh, drink you wine. Take one sip, a little sip. You gonna forget you can't do any of those things. You eating chocolate? You let me ask you something. Don't Howard, you? It's think, not a fucking Seth, option, Howard. You need to fucking smoke with us. <laughs> Seth, Seth, don't you think? You could accomplish so much more if you didn't smoke so much weed. You'd be like Jeff Bezos. You'd be sending rockets onto the instead of making <laughs> ashtrays. You would be like the biggest thing ever because I feel like I, it slows you down or something. Look, I I I just wrote Pineapple Express two and three since I walked in here. <laughs> like it just happened. I don't know. I can, well, I'm very productive. <laughs> all right, listen, you two. In my vape. Mm. What? I like pineapple flavor in my vape. You know, you can flavor these things, so I like uh, that too. Pineapple. Pineapple's cool. Well, pineapple's cool. Well, you know what's oh. weird? The two of you started out arguing about, you know, pot and what's the best way to smoke it. And then you ended up smoking so much weed that now you guys forgot about the argument and yeah. it seems like you're good friends again. So weed kind of cures everything. I we guess. were fight. Were we fighting? I don't, I don't. I, no, I don't. 
What, what, did, we, what did we fight? I don't remember. I don't remember that at all. arguing about when nothing. We were fighting. <laughs> Seth, you said it all. No, I just had like a bunch of Cheez-Its. I remember that. Seth, <laughs> you said about? two minutes. You see, this is the problem with pot, Seth. You said two minutes ago that Whoopi was foolish for calling her vape pen Sippy, and that vape pen was like blowing a robot, and then Whoopi came back at you and said that uh, you're so behind the times and everything. You guys were fighting, and literally two minutes ago this happened, and you don't remember it. I don't remember nothing. Honestly, like I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I just remember us both taking hits off our things at the same time, which we should do again right now. Holy shit, Whoopi's here? That's fucking awesome. I didn't oh even fucking God. remember you were here. There you are. Well, why don't you do this? Why, instead of synchronizing your bong hits, why don't, Whoopi, you take one, and then okay. Seth will take one, and then we'll end the show where you do it together. So, Whoopi, you first. Okay, here I go, vaping. Why can't we do it together? Let's do it together. Well, we're going to build for that, Seth. Take it easy, Seth. (laughs) He gets upset. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to hold it in. Just look to (laughs) go. Whoa! I held that in for a fucking long time. Full lungs right there. All right, look, it's been a long morning already, and I I just want to say, uh, if you two would take your hits together, that might be kind of a cool moment. Uh, What if I smoke the bong and he smokes the vape? Oh, that's good. You know, Whoopi, I got to tell you, when you take a hit and then you let it out, you sound like you're giving birth. You don't even, you sound like. It sounds like sex to me. Well, it, it, it really club that you'll know the ecstasy. You'll know the ecstasy well, if you join the club coming to yeah, All right. Well, you two go ahead. I, I'll let, I'll I'm going to take the bong. I'm going to do the bong. All right. Hey, I'm getting a fucking vape. Oh, they're professionals. I fucking I wasn't too bad. They're professional. Hold on. How do you do this every day? Oh, I'm so high. I feel like there's weed coming out of my fucking ears. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's so, you know, Seth, I know you're on the West Coast, and it's probably like, you know, I don't know, uh, 4 o'clock in the morning there. And Whoopi, you're here on the East Coast, but it's 7 o'clock in the morning. I mean, it's unbelievable. I, I, yeah, I how hope you guys work the rest of the day. How are you going to work? Hi, I hope you're not I driving work. anywhere. Yeah. Okay. I work. I just sit. I can barely fucking see. Like, there's so much fucking smoke in front of me. I think my glaucoma just got worse somehow. <laughs> yeah, my mouth looked right. like a fog machine a second ago. It was like crazy. All right. Thank you, guys. I love it. Oh, hey, Brian. I love you, you guys. I love you, I love you too. Whoopi and Seth, would you mind one, one second? Uh, Brian's on the phone. He's one of our listeners from Colorado. He's doing his bong hits right now and would huh? be honored to uh, do one in front of you. Is that okay? I would, lo- I would love to. I would love to. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Brian. Brian, are you doing your bong right now? Well, I can. Yeah, I'm just sitting here, about ready to, about ready to smoke. I mean, I've already had like six bong hits. I actually keep track of every bong hit I smoke every day. Why do you <laughs> keep track? Why do you do that? So 
So I don't smoke too much. I mean, because right. I'm, I'm actually a bud tender, but it's because I, so I don't, I, I know how much I smoke. I mean, I, I keep track of it all. What do you guys think of that? Keeping track, I mean, uh, that sounds uh, like very, like very, job. it sounds like a job, right? Well, it's kind of a, well, I smoke, since I do smoke a lot, I smoke almost all day. I, I try and keep track of how much I smoke, Wait so I don't you smoke, smoke too much. All day. That makes sense. You smoke all day, but you keep track of it. Like, if you're smoking all day, what is it to keep track of? It sounds yeah, like, like a, with a fucking spreadsheet? Like, what the yeah, like, a date, like data entry and shit? <laughs> no, you're, you're ruining my high. Well, if you're taking... <laughs> If you've taken six hits before 8 a.m., it doesn't sound like too much. You sound very responsible. By the way, this guy's a Budmeister or whatever it is. Uh, Bud tender. No. Honestly, Howard, I just changed from being a bus driver. I was driving a bus for a long time, and I it, the stress was so much for me, I decided to become a Bud tender or a cultivation. I'm a cultivation technician, actually, and right. I am. I, I grow pot now for a living. I mean, they, they pay me good money for it. It's an awesome job. I mean, everybody should change to growing pot. I mean, it, it's the most beautiful thing. Plus, you're helping a lot of people. I believe in CBDs, and, and the marijuana has a lot of help. Or how much do you make? How much money can you make a year being a bud tender? Um, see, it's about 40000 50000 a year. Probably, right. you know, depending on how many hours you work, because it's an hourly wage job. But it has all the benefits. I mean, I have all the health benefits, dental, vision, um, paid vacation. I mean, it's just like any other job, and I pretty much work. Well, there you go. I mean, is uh, it a difficult job, or is it easy? <laughs> it's a weed. I'm you sorry, just Robin, what'd you say? <laughs> is it difficult? Right. Hey, no. listen. Well, it's not difficult, Robin. Really uh, listen, uh, 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 Brian, I'm you want to take a bong hit? It. I want to know what, how much I'll have to, how effort I'll have to put out. You want to take a bong hit with these two or not? Yeah, you're going to smoke a Oh, lot. yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Here, let me, let me, let me, killing my high. You're bringing everyone down. Okay. Okay. Oh, I, I'm, I'm smoking now. Hmm. I got those two. Oh, yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe I'm smoking a bong hit on the Howard Stern show. You guys are awesome. <laughs> right, thank you. All right. Hey, thanks, you guys, for coming in and, uh, and being on the show. Appreciate it. All right. I love you so much, Howard. Thank you. Get love out with too. us next time. Next time. Absolutely, Seth. Thank you. Thank you. There they go. There they go. I didn't know Whoopi had gotten into the pot business too. She had a, her own strain. Oh, did she? That what she you just said. Something I'd... about having strain. <laughs> I don't even know. I wouldn't trust anything that person who was just on set. Anyway, you got to hear this one. Oh, there's a bunch of people on the phone. All right, let let people say hi. Um. Uh, ben, uh, you're on in Pennsylvania. Hey, now. Good morning, everybody. Hey, Howard, uh, I was just listening to the replay, the great, great uh, McCartney interview again. But you had him on a number of times now. I mean, you've had McCartney, Jagger, Neil Young, Robert Plant, you two, Billy Joel. Who's left? Like, who's on your bucket list of who you'd like to have back or have on the show that you haven't had yet from that, that kind of mm. important I don't know. I do think, I've said it before, I think Bruce Springsteen would be an interesting guy to talk to. Um, 
you know, gee, we've had a lot of good people. Eddie Vedder was great, and Dave Grohl every time he's on. I mean, I you know, I don't know. I don't have a, you know what, honestly, I don't even have a bucket list. Whoever shows up, I'll be happy to talk to if they're interesting and giving and they have something interesting to say. Like Paul McCartney was amazing because he has something to say and just very moving. And- I've been listening to you since like NBC days and I don't ever remember. Did you ever have like Barry Gibb or anybody like that? I mean, like yeah. Barry Gibb. Yeah. I was at a- we had um, we had the the brothers give the Bee Gees on, and in fact, they did our New Year's Eve special and even sang songs. It was a uh, yeah, we know we knew those guys, but um, I never really did like a serious interview with Barry Gibb. But he he's a pretty amazing guy. I, I got mad respect for him. He you know, especially early Bee Gees, they were really good. Yeah, so, yeah, that, you know. that's I mean, you just you've had them all, man. I, I just I just it's amazing how you get them all on, and it's funny. Even at the end of the McCartney interview, you can still, even though you've had him a number of times, you can still hear how you and Rob are like, oh my God, we just interviewed McCartney. Our friends would never believe it. You get that kind my, of thing. I got a friend of mine that goes, I got a friend of mine that goes way back, this guy, Eddie. We were good friends when I was in uh, high school. Uh, he lived in Queens. I lived in uh, Rockville Center at that time. But, you know, so we used to drive. When we got our license, we drive and see each other and stuff. So I hadn't heard it from him in a while. And I was on uh, Facebook last night and I got, you know, dinged or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, and it was Eddie. And he goes, man, he goes, I, co- I would never believe that my friend Howie, because I was a Howie to him, that my friend Howie would grow up one day and interview Paul McCartney. He goes, I heard the interview. He goes, ooh, it was just amazing. Paul McCartney was unbelievable. And this guy, he loves music. He plays guitar all the time. And uh, he was just like, and I said, you know what? Sometimes I got to pinch myself. I really do. It's really an amazing thing to uh, talk to Paul McCartney. And uh, the fans wrote in too, honestly. They um, got a lot. Paul McCartney here. I'll, let me. Yeah. Get, you know, everybody loves him. Uh, and on Wednesday, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Paul McCartney, as you know, his new book is called The Lyrics. And it seems like the fans love hearing from Paul as much as we do, Robin. It's a gift listening to Sir. Oh. It's a gift listening to Sir Paul on your show. Excuse me, that was unprofessional. Uh, yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> the interviews are always long ranging uh. in topics and meander into the unexpected. He's the best. All right, I felt everything you said about how incredible it is to be alive during the same time time as Paul McCartney. You're so fortunate to be interviewing him again and sharing with all of us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Ah, 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 yes, thank you, thank you, my mistress, thank you, my mistress. Again, my mistress, thank you, my mistress, thank you, my mistress, again, my mistress, thank you, thank you. Let's remind everyone that guy's getting smacked in the balls while he's doing it with his mistress's hand. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. I could have listened to Paul for days. You are the greatest, Howard. Sir Paul is also amazing, but you really do know how to make him even better. Well, listen to that. You describe him in a way that is spot on. You gave me the same religious experience in his music. So, there you go. I don't even know what that means, but it means I'm wonderful. Yeah, he enjoyed it, and uh, he's giving you full credit for yeah. his joy. Paul told us about John Lennon's personality and how sensitive John was to Paul's feelings. If you remember that part of the interview, I'll play that. 
John wore these glasses, these spectacles. We'd be having a, a chat or something, and he'd say something I didn't agree with or something, and he'd go, ah, bleh, 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 and he'd come out with a load of crap. And I'd go, what? what? And I'd be visibly upset. But he could see that. And what he'd do, he just would lower his glasses. He'd look at me and go, it's only me. And then he'd put the glasses back on again. It was like, that's John. One of the things, this is a letter from a fan, one of the things I love about hearing Paul on the Stern Show is his ability to describe what John Lennon was like. We make up all our own assumptions from listening to the songs, watching old interviews, and reading books about him. But to hear Paul talk about John from his first-hand experience is enlightening as to what he was truly like. So, yeah, I love that, too. I do. I love hearing about John. Oh, it's John Lennon from heaven. Hi, Howard. What? Bowl this and bowl that. You slather his bowls every week. What about me? What about me? What? It was You're the Beatles, not... not the Beatles. Well, it's not, uh, you know, listen, you know I love you, John, but you're gone. I hey, didn't know it was possible. Listen, man, it was Lennon McCartney. You forget that, don't you, you big-nosed cunt? <laughs> well, I don't forget it. You don't remember that, do you? Who's I that? Do remember. Who's speaking? It's Robin. Uh, Robin. Robin. Robin, you want to get on this guy's case? Tell him to mention me once in a while. If polls are night, I'm a fucking king, Howard. Remember that. <laughs> Well, uh, you see, that's the problem. That's the problem, John. I love you, too, but you don't always have to knock Paul. You know, you don't have to compete with Paul. You were oh, great please. in your own right. If it weren't for me, Paul would have been a bloody chimney sweep in Liverpool, dying a black lung. I well, wrote the Paul, hits. Well, you died and Paul didn't, and I got Paul here, and I got a, you know, I, I, I love talking to yeah, Paul. You don't run his balls, don't you? I do. Look, I do. And I do. George Harrison was a nice guy, lovely guy, you know, nice guy to smoke weed with. But if you wanted some hits, you called me, didn't you? I'm your guy. All right. Well, thank you. You wrote great songs, and I love you, too. But it's You know, Howard, were you uh, sitting on your mum's bed pulling your pud to Marianne from Gilligan's Island? I was riding Revolver, okay? That was <laughs> okay. me. Yeah, and I love that album, and you're a genius. And it's your not a competition. Cock. I love it you, too. It is a competition. I wrote Rubber well, Soul. All right. Well... Uh, and I'm a rubber hole. What can I tell you? All right. You're a big nose prick. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye, Robin. Jeez. Uh, is Bye. he in heaven or, you know, because he sounds really yeah. angry. Why is everyone nice to you and not me? Like, uh, Bye, Robin. And then it's like, you're a big nose prick. <laughs> Paul told a beautiful story about the last conversation he had with John Lennon before he died. They were finally able to get back to a place where they could talk about simple things like baking bread. Howard, I just wanted to say how fabulous the Paul McCartney interview was. Like Robin, I was surprised how emotional I became. I had tears running down my face when he was telling the story about baking bread and mending fences with John Lennon. A reminder to all of us that life is fleeting and to treasure the moments that we have on this earth. So true. Uh, it's crazy how the final conversation between the greatest songwriting duo of all time came down to a chat about baking bread. Incredible interview. Yeah, I, I felt the same way, and I got to tell you, uh, you know, I, I just love the man, and it was exciting to always have him on, and uh, I, I hope for another conversation, that's for sure. Marianne from Brooklyn, you're on the air. Go ahead. 
Howard, I love you so much. It was a Paul McCartney weekend. I got the book. I started reading it. The handwriting, the pictures. Um, I don't know. Did John Hine read the entire book? Because it's going to take me time. The songs, the, the incredible career, Howard. I think there's only two people on earth that are going to go down in history as re- remembering how they changed the history, and that's you and Paul McCartney, Howard. And well, wait, uh, I bought, what? Uh, I bought John Hine can read. Respond to what you just can I respond said? to what you said? Yes. John Hine did read the entire book. I read the book, and right. uh, now you have the book, and it does take time to go. I I had it on Kindle, so I didn't have the benefit of all the uh, the beautiful pictures and writing and all you that. You got to get the stuff. pictures, Howard, and you'll see his handwriting. And last night on sixty minutes, I don't know if you guys saw it. They did a. They had seventy hours of film that just came out, and the incredible story why they broke up, Howard, is still like a mystery to me. That that was the band of our entire century. You have to watch it. Did you, you know, see that? Okay. You know, I didn't see it. I look back on the Beatles, and I think it's kind of perfect when they broke up. Like, I mean, I think it was uh, ten years in total they were together. I don't know how many albums and songs they put together, but it was just the most perfect body of work. And then you got to hear all these individual things, like George Harrison doing All Things Must Pass. That might was almost good. It, it, it just seems like the perfect story, except for John uh, getting assassinated. But, uh, you know, it was... Maybe it was just enough time. Although it would have been great. I think those guys might have gotten together uh, at some point if John hadn't died and done a Beatles reunion. I think they might have done a live tour. Oh, because- I think so, too. Yeah, you know, Howard, I, I saw Linda... I'm sorry. I, I <laughs> wanted to say, to imagine the, <laughs> if they would have stayed together, like, how, like forget about Bruce, forget about the Rolling Stones. There's something about the Beatles I can't... Uh, I don't know wow. what it is. They were amazing. They were, they, I know what it is. They were amazing. They were just ridiculously right, right. amazing. The music is... It, every album was a masterpiece. You, you know, it doesn't happen. Every song, every happen. word, every story right. behind it, every emotion... I've never heard a bad Beatles song. I mean, they're all good. All right. Thank you, Marianne. She's a lot to take. I love her, but you you know, you got to take her in a small dose. We've ever come. That was a real conversation almost. To a back and forth without her just going and going and going. Robin and I were talking over the weekend. We had a conversation. And, uh, you know, Robin was saying she got emotional after, uh, the Paul McCartney thing. And I was like saying to her, well, why, why were you, let's figure out why you were emotional. And we had a couple of theories, not theories. I mean, they're Robin's emotions, but you know, I think there's a bunch of things going on when Paul McCartney's on. One is nostalgia. Two is, oh my gosh, how much longer are we going to have Paul McCartney around? He's getting older. We're all getting older. Um, number three what the memories he evokes because we all have memories around those songs it's incredible yeah I mean, they're these etched into songs. our lives in the ways we were about that you know like there was a time when we used to have these little uh nine volt transistor radios yeah and we used to stand under a street lamp and wait for the beatles hour yeah, to hear that's right. every new song. Yeah, so you know this guy means something to all of us, and that's why we get excited when he's on. It's not a false kind of excitement; it's genuine. And uh, there's nobody like him in the world, and so it's very special. 
usually after an interview or something, I do make contact with Paul. But uh, this time I called his office and uh, I spoke to somebody there and I just left a message for him. I didn't want to bug him, you know. He'd already given us enough time. But I did tell them, please pass on to Paul how much I appreciate him coming on and uh, talking with us. He's just amazing. Just amazing to have a conversation with him. Uh, Mike, you're on the air in Maine. Mike from Maine. Good morning, Howard. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I, I, have a, I have a couple questions. Do you think that uh, do you think that Ringo gets uh, like jealous or angry about the type of reverence you hold for for Paul? And he, you know, he's the only other, only other living Beatle, but he just kind of gets treated like he's just kind of like no. a guy. You know what I mean? No. But, first of all, when Ringo's been on, when, just, excuse me, when Ringo's been on the show. I treat him with such reverence. I mean, he's one of the Beatles. Uh, he's a fantastic guy to have on the air. He's upbeat. He came in with Joe Walsh, his brother-in-law. Yeah, Joe Walsh and Ringo are brother-in-laws. And they came in, and we had a great time with him. Now, I got to tell you, though, um, and I think Ringo wouldn't be offended by this, it's that Paul wrote, you know, those songs. Uh, Ringo is a, a is a terrific guy and a, and a great interview and you could ask him questions and he's open and uh, he just he's just lovely but you know you can't really talk to him about writing songs you can talk to him about what he did on those Beatle records and what he thought of what was going on and it's great he's a legend but the the dimension of talking to Paul about writing the songs and which is what his book's about is um you know an added treat so I have mad respect for Ringo and love Ringo but uh, you know the the Paul McCartney thing is a, a different level. Just is. You, you do treat Ringo really great. I, I just think the regular, the general public don't hold him up like that. Like maybe they should, because you know it's four guys in a band making the music and you know fucking the drums is you know holding down the entire song every time. Every time. So and Ringo, anyway, Ringo uh, sang a bunch sorry. of those songs too. He did. You know he's he's great. I mean Ringo's great. Yeah. I mean, every one of those guys. How many bands uh, do you know? The drummer. Right. You know every one of those. You know guys. Ringo. Yeah, I can't tell you the drummer in any band except for the Dave Clark Five because that was Dave Clark. He was the drummer. <laughs> That's it. And of course, Dave Grohl in Nirvana because I know him. And right. Uh, anyway, um, what up, Mike? So, uh, Is that it? I, I yep. saw. No, 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 sir. Not at all. I saw this picture of Beth. Uh, I, I don't know if she's in her underwear or if those are like really sexy bikini bottoms, but she's wearing some very very uh, sexy uh, undergarments and a, a T-shirt where a shirt with some kitties on it. And uh, I just want to thank you for bothering to, to spend any of your time with the public and not just spending all of your time staring at Beth and whatever I tell else you, you what, do to get through the day. I spend 99% of my free time staring at Beth. It's annoying to her, <laughs> but I love it. Oh, you're and, a 60-something-year-old uh, man. That's your fucking wife. You know what I mean? You're yeah. a 60 60- when you were a kid, did you ever imagine you'd be 60-something years old and have a wife like that? No. Sometimes I go, wow. You know, I told you, I told you my mother used to say to me that, um, you know, when, I, when my mother got me a, a, a subscription to Playboy magazine when I was 13 years old. It was unbelievable. My mother wasn't uptight about that shit, but she'd explain to me. She goes, women do not look like that. Real women do not. Real women look like me and your sister. That's what she'd tell me. <laughs> and, and she would lecture me. That not to, and then you know, I don't know. I look at my wife and I go, "Hey, my mom was wrong." There's I'm living one. with someone who looks. <laughs> I, there's one. She looks like Playboy to me. <laughs> you got to hear this, though. You got to hear this, Mike. That picture you're talking about, I had nothing to do with that, and I was shocked. I was what really do you mean? fucking shocked. You didn't shocked. take that picture. Nope. 
No, that's a selfie. Wow. I had nothing to do with it. Did you see that picture? You sure that's a selfie? No, I'm Alex? just listening sure? to his description, and it was, you know, that usually is a picture you would take. You Well, no. Here's what happened. I'm sitting at my desk saying I'm doing work, but I was probably, like, playing chess or something. Or but, watching TV, yeah. Or watching TV, <laughs> yeah. You know, or watching revenge movies on Facebook. I saw a great yeah. revenge movie. I don't know the name of this movie. Is this black guy in prison. This guy is built like a motherfucker. And he's in prison. And he's taking a shave. He's shaving. And he's in his towel. And uh, a gang of black guys in prison approach him in the bathroom while he's shaving. And the black guy who approaches him is three times the size of the black guy shaving. And the black guy walks in and he says, I seen a lot of built motherfuckers in this place. And I don't mean shit. I'm going to beat your ass. And he takes out a shiv, you know, like one of those ice picks. And uh, the guy in the towel turns around and he goes, I'm going to count to five. And you can walk out of here up until five. But after five, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. And this other guy goes, you hear this motherfucker, that dumbass fuck? Now you're going to die. The guy goes, one, two, three, four. All right? Five. He beats the shit out of ten of these guys. <laughs> and then after he fucking knocks them all out and it stabs them with their own ice picks, he says. <laughs> well, they don't have ice picks. They have sharpened toothbrush handles. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. I don't know what they were holding. <laughs> You know, it's all taped up and everything. And he says right. to them, and these guys are laying on the floor, and these are some big dudes. He says to them, listen, I'm letting you live because I want you to tell every motherfucker in this prison what just happened to you. And they better not <laughs> fuck with me. <laughs> and then you don't he gets know out what of, movie that is. I don't know the name of this movie. It's the greatest movie I ever saw. I'm not <laughs> shitting you. This guy, the lead guy is fantastic. He's a karate master like I've never seen in the movies. He could beat up Jason Stratham. He could beat up uh, any of these fucks. He could beat up. Um, he could beat up Bruce Lee. This guy's so good. Oh my! You should see this guy, and he's built like how I'm supposed to be built, except I'm not. And this guy he gets out of prison, and then he becomes a street fighter, and he proceeds to beat the shit out of everyone. And whenever he gets in a street fight, they put up money. And no matter how many guys he beats up, every street fight, they don't want to pay him his money. For some reason, he wins the fight and they go, we're not going to pay the money. Who would and then deny he, him his money? He would kill them. That's what he does. Then he beats them up. <laughs> he beats up. Every time this poor bastard wins some money, he's got to beat everyone up for it. One guy goes, I'm not giving you money. And he puts the money down his pants. So then he comes and he beats up this guy's friends. And he beats up the guy who put the money down his pants. And then he he, he grabs his balls and grip, rips the money out of his fucking pants. I mean, oh my goodness. and then by the end, they force him to fight somebody. How a, do you a, make a, this a guy white guy do anything? It's a, a white guy. A white guy. And the white guy, he won't even change into, into he's wearing a suit. He's going to beat the shit out of this uh, black guy. <laughs> and the black guy goes, all right, let's go. They're going to have a fight. And the white guy's pretty good, but the, of course the black guy beats the shit out of him. And then the guy who forced them to fight don't want to. Wait a minute! This is you watched a whole movie on Facebook. It's clips. They just go to the fights. I don't need the rest of the movie. I don't give a shit about all the exposition. Watched every fight in this movie. 
JD, what's the name of the movie? I believe it's uh, Blood and Bone from 2009. <laughs> that's good. Blood that's right. You know bone. why? <laughs> because the guy's name is Bone who fights. And the, the lead actor is Michael, I think Michael J or Michael Jai White. Michael Jai. Yeah. Michael Jai White is my favorite actor of all time. This guy, he's better than Chuck Norris. He's better than Jean-Claude Van Damme. He could fucking run rings around Steven Seagal. And forget he's Jason my guy. Statham. Jason Statham's a woman next to this guy. <laughs> Hello, Chuck. And Gino. James Bond, too. James Bond, too, is a woman next to this guy. Oh, my goodness. But I love the scene the best. These guys are always counting. I love it. Same with uh, Denzel Washington when Denzel he's the equalizer. The equalizer. Yeah, he counts. He goes, like, he's about to get killed. He's 20 guys going to fight. He goes, excuse me for a minute. He looks at his watch. Let's see. He's calculating how long is it going to take me to kick their ass. Right. <laughs> and uh, this guy, too, he goes, one. Two. And everyone stands there while he's counting. Nobody yeah, they don't even time. try to hit him while he's counting. No, no everyone like, loves to hear the guy You can't interrupt the guy when he's counting. <laughs> he goes, one. So he goes, you hear this motherfucker? Can you believe this motherfucker? I've seen a lot of assholes, man. This guy's hit number three, four, motherfucker, five, boom, and then action. But this guy's such a talent, this Michael J. White or whatever. Jai White. Jai White. Jai White. I, don't, I think he's a little older now. He probably can't do what he did then. Oh, he's terrific. I wonder if he ever was nominated for an Oscar. If it's a crime, no, he, he was it. not. I can he tell was you that good. He was good. I believe this motherfucker. But anyway, getting back to Beth's picture that that Mike's talking about, you got to hear this. So I'm sitting around, and I go on Instagram because Beth's always posting cute little kittens. Every once in a while, she'll do like a bikini thing. To like either raise money for the cause, you know, for animal rights or something like that. Well, I put it on and I see Beth standing there in her panties. Like her panties, not a bikini bottom. Not a bikini, it's underwear. Yeah, like, underwear, like, like, right, like, yeah it was underwear. Because I, I had the same question you did, Mike. I, I, I call her up on the phone. The she was in another part picture? of the house. I called her. I go, honey. Did you post this picture? She goes, yeah. I go, you didn't even Mind talk this. to me about it? Because usually, and, and she doesn't, she doesn't need my permission, but she, but usually she'll say to me, gee, you know, I took this picture of myself in the mirror. It was right after her colonoscopy. Oh my. And she came, she came home and she was feeling thin, you know, and she thought she looked good. Yeah. She had let go of a lot, I'm sure, the day before. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, she came home and she, She's got these T-shirts she sells, and all 100% of the profits go to Animal Rescue. And so she, like, tied it up sexy and put on the panties, had on the panties, and she was wearing the black glasses she wears when we watch TV. They were like your glasses that you got on, Robin. Same glasses, oh. I swear. Yeah, the two of you. Two of you with your sex. And uh, <laughs> and uh, Robin's got sexy glasses, too. And then uh, she, so she's standing there, panty, but the tiniest panties I ever saw. You never saw those panties before? I never saw those panties. I don't know where she got them, but I, I went, I uh, hope you didn't wear those for your colonoscopy. These guys probably had a bone the whole time. She had, she had a, you never seen those panties before? Those aren't part of your favorite group of panties that she wears? I don't know. You know what? I just say get in the bed naked and let's get going. I mean, what's 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 with the panties? <laughs> you know, she comes so in in a little bathroom. Panties, those I want to see her. Panties, that's for sure. I uh, know. Those are not period panties. So, uh, 
So she, so uh, I said, man, I'm shocked you posted that. I mean, you pay because like normally she'd call me up and go, or not call me up and say to me, hey, I took this picture. What do you think? And, and uh, I'm in my panties, you know, and I'd say, I think you look great, but I don't know if you should, you know, be in your panties. She goes, but you know, and then it would be like, well, they look like bikini bottoms and they look, and I look good, you know. I go, you do look good, but maybe you don't want it out there. Some some women who follow her for her kitten pictures are like, why are you posting bikini panty pictures? And, you know, oh, do everyone's they say got. That? Well, some people do. Yeah. So she wrote underneath. So I said, oh, I'm just shocked you didn't talk it over first. She goes, I thought it looked nice. And she goes, and look what my message is. I got a colonoscopy, and you know what? I feel good. I feel thin afterwards, blah, blah, blah. So right away, a bunch of Karens start writing on her post. Oh, dear. Hey. <laughs> What are you what are you saying? You got a colonoscopy and you feel skinny. You're sending out the wrong message. You're triggering me. And then her other followers start yelling at this woman saying, if you're triggered by Beth saying get a colonoscopy, something fucking wrong with you, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> and it was going on back and forth. Oh, my goodness. Meanwhile, some publication, The Blast, wrote uh, Howard Stern's wife uh, makes getting colonoscopy hot. Look at this fucking panty <laughs> picture right after her. So there's a lot of fuss about this panty picture. You yeah, can see it everything's on her. going on, and I don't even know about it. Oh, this was going on. This was my weekend <laughs> with the panties. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was just kind of surprised that I wasn't in on the decision. Well, I know a couple of days ago you were talking about her actually snapping a picture, and she didn't, you know, she was like, she didn't post it. You, I think you thought it was good, but she didn't post it because she didn't think she looked good. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of thought that goes into these things, and I don't know what the thoughts are, but it's up to Beth. <laughs> but she must have liked it. But I just, I was, I was really caught off guard that there was a panty picture. Because I think, you know, Robin, if you decided to post a picture of yourself in your panties, I think that you'd put panties. a, you know, you might want to discuss it a little bit, or, you know what I mean? Like, you, you got to really think that think through. About but, it. Yeah, I would not just panties. immediately and put that up. And she's freaked out that not freaked out, but she's like, well, "Why would I? What's the big deal? I just I thought Bye, it looked nice, and, and it's about colonoscopy and oh, people can make something out of anything these days." Oh my God, social media, and they're so stupid because who? Let's face it, I'm curious to see anybody in their panties. I don't even care if they're not that good looking. Bye, I like please. to see people in their panties. So if you make people feel funny about being in their panties. It, you're just blowing it for everyone. Some guy pointed that out on her Instagram following. She, he said, shut up. I like seeing her in her panties. Now she's going to rethink being in her panties. Well, what an empty life you have when you're now debating whether somebody should be in a panty picture. Like, your life must be really empty. Now, here's the crazy thing. I wish Beth would come down and talk about this. Panties. And I don't even know if I believe her this. Panties. I wonder if she'd come down and talk about, where is she? What? Talk about what? This? No, the colonoscopy prep, because I want to, I want to tell you a story. I'm going to tell you a story. You're going to, you're going to be very, you're a medical person. You're going to be, let me see if she'll come down. Because I don't want to say it and then get in trouble later. Come on the air. Is this educational? I don't know what it is. You'll have to tell me afterwards when we do the post-game wrap-up. Yeah, let me let me call her. Let me just call her. You didn't go near her bathroom, did you, Howard? 
What'd you say? Hold on a second. Then, Mike. You didn't go near to... her bathroom when you were prepping. No, hold on, Mike. He's trying to get it. Yeah, I'll wait. I'm trying to get my wife. I'm dialing. Hold on. <laughs> I'm calling, but this woman's on her phone 24-7. Whenever I call, she's not available. Just rings. <gasps> Maybe text uh, is ringing. better? I texted her. She didn't okay. answer. And shes I know she's on her phone. Oh. oh. Automated voicemail. Bullshit. Maybe she doesn't want to come on the air. Does she know what you want to talk about? No. But, uh, but, uh, panties. Want to talk about panties? Panties. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Fred's playing panties, and like you were talking, I'm talking. I I didn't know who the hell was interrupting. It was just right under me. I'm like, oh, she's up in here, Fred. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's, oh, she's, she'll be here in two minutes. Okay. All right. Well, I can do the setup. So, anyway, the the panty picture is worth looking at. I think she looks fucking awesome. But I would have, I probably would have said to her, I think it's a little too intense to be putting up on Instagram. Because they're tiny little panties. Look on the Instagram. It's a big deal. They're not risque. I don't know. Do you think it's they're tiny. They're like, it's like. Yeah, they're tiny little tiny panties. I mean, she might as well just take them off next time, Howard, for all of us. No big deal, but might as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, tell her to, just I'll tell her to take off her it, panties. No? But she looks sexy with the glasses on. And, uh, you know, and I was like, hmm. Anyway, what I'm going to talk to Beth about. just enjoy a person's beauty and shut their mouths? Why do they have to comment? Here. Jason will share the picture with you, and you can comment, Robin, if you want. Okay. Oh, it's so it? cute. It's cute, but look at those tiny panties. Well, that could be a bikini bottom. Yeah. Anyway, she was feeling so on a high after her colonoscopy. First of all, she got a clean bill of health. It was her Good. first colonoscopy. And every minute she's like, I loved it. I loved it. She's now a fan of colonoscopies. Is she going to yep. be like Sal and schedule one every couple of week, a couple of weeks? That's what she's like. I would. They they told her she was enough to come back for like ten years or something, and she was like, "No, no, no. I'm gonna." I, she she loved the whole thing. I think she was very afraid of it, and then when it turned out to be so nothing, right? But here's the thing: what she was afraid of was the prep. Uh-huh. You know, the Ooh, colonoscopy well, part of it. Yeah. Because she was saying to me, I don't think I could drink a 64 gallon uh, thing of Gatorade in uh, an hour. I'm going to uh-huh. explode. Cause she never drinks water. She doesn't drink any liquids. Except for maybe a glass of wine, you know, every night. That's it. She doesn't drink water. So she's like, I don't know how I'm going to do the prep. Well, it turns out now with colonoscopy, there's a brand new prep. I didn't know about this. That's what I was saying to you. Everything's shrinking. Everything is shrinking. What the prep was, she took 12 pills. I watched her. Every three minutes, you take a pill with one glass of water. 12 pills the night before. Then you and do you your thing. you only have to have one glass of water? One glass of water. And then I think it was followed by maybe a second glass of water. That's it. That's it. Then when you wake up in the morning, there's another 12 pills. Oh. That's it. That's the whole prep with a glass of water. Wow. So they knocked out all of the bullshit with the fluids and all that stuff with the colonoscopy. 
It's a whole different it's a whole different ball game now. And I was like, man, I'm so happy for you because she would have had the worst experience. Because I know I used to get the chills and everything when I had to drink that well, much you Gatorade. Might, you might pass out, right? You know, like, Swear to God, Ronnie lying on the floor of the bathroom. <laughs> so I was busting her balls because she's always, you know, she says I really don't move my bowels a lot. I don't, you know, I don't make a duty. So she was all prepped for like she goes, listen, do not come over to my bathroom. Don't come over to, to where my bathroom is because I don't know what it's going to smell like and I don't want to turn you. She was very worried that I was going to come and smell her dude uh-huh. because we've been together 20 something years and I've never smelled her. I've never smelled her. She only smells like a rose, you know, and she wants to keep the marriage hot, which I respect. I mean, imagine for a schlub like me, she wants to keep things hot. I'm complimented. You know what I mean? I mean, the fact that somebody cares that I, I care what they smell like. I'm like, who am I? I? I'd fuck you if you hadn't bathed in a year. I told her that. I said, I even said I would, I would, I said, I'll put my tongue up your ass while you're clearing out. That's how much I love you. But anyway, she was freaking out that, you know, bombs away and she doesn't shit a lot and I'm going to smell it and blah, blah, blah. And I kept torturing her all day. I go, I'm coming over to your side. I have to monitor what you're doing. Then I'd say to her, the doctor told me I have to take pictures of whatever comes out of you so he could examine oh, it. Such a terror. So she, oh, here she, I'm talking about your colonoscopy. Oh, my God. Come on in. <laughs> Here, let me put your mic up. Yeah, see if that works. Say testing, one, two. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that works. Um, do I smell? What do you mean smell? Oh, my God, I got... I got the cutest ki- new kittens yesterday. Oh, yeah. And so I got them late, so I just put them in a bathroom for overnight, and then I'm going to set up their pen today. It was like a tornado hit. It is It is so full of poop and food everywhere, and so I've been cleaning. You I, never I, smell. It smell. It's like I'm full of kitten You know what's crap. funny about you? You think you smell. Yeah, but I was just in a disaster zone. You smell like such a girl. You smell like Hi, Robin. Good morning. I do not smell like peaches. I smell like peaches and shit right now. Anyway, well, whatever it is, I told you during your colonoscopy, I told Robin, I, I said, I'll put my tongue right up your ass when you're, when you're dooting. I had the best experience. I want to do it again. So I listen know. to I this. I said she's going to start signing up for extra colonoscopy. I loved it. Well, first of all, I was really nervous because I don't want her naked on a table around any men. And Did I you want- tell them what you wanted what you wanted to, to write on my butt cheek. Oh, yeah. I was going to tattoo Howard property of Howard Stern because that'll oh, scare a motherfucker. You know? <laughs> Our doctor is the sweetest man in the world. So, you know, I had like horrible. So I said, I'm going with you for the colonoscopy. And she goes, no. I said, I just want to be sitting out there like an enforcer in case these guys get any weird ideas. Because, you know. Honey. What? Meanwhile, I was talking to Mike here You're on the, the only phone. One. Go ahead. Talk, first of all, before we even get to the colonoscopy story and the Jimmy story. which I'm Jimmy's gonna, story? The, what we did for Jimmy's oh, birthday. Oh, okay, oh. okay. I'm going to tell Robin everything. Oh, my God. Um, Mike is on the phone talking about your panty picture. And I was quite frankly hey, shocked. Hi. I would, cause hey, he's I've that. worn bikini bottoms with less coverage than that. Those are oh. full, full panties. That's Robin, are I those full? Him. I just saw the picture. I said, they're fast. Bottom. But I don't mean, you think normally you would say to me, I, I mean, I, I don't care. You can post whatever you want. I'm not the Taliban here. But wouldn't you normally say to me, hey, honey, I just took a really good picture of myself in my panties. 
first of all, I didn't say, oh, it's a really good picture of myself. But, but it's obviously- like, oh my gosh, this is such a fun thing to post because I just had a colonoscopy and I feel so good right now. And Yeah, but you, feel- you, you posted it because you liked the way the picture looked, I assume. Sure, I'm not going to post the picture I don't think I, you know, I don't, I don't right. look good in. Yeah, so... I was just taken aback because usually you'll say to me, honey, what do you think of this picture before I post it? Yeah, but I didn't find that so crazy. Oh, come on, Mike. Was that not a fucking... Mike called in about it. (laughs) Mike. When you look like you, Beth, it doesn't really matter what you're... You know, Howard said before, you can wear a space suit and you'd still be ready to go. But the point is, it did look very sexy. When you take a picture like that, do you just think that people are going to think it looks good? Or do you know that men are going to think it's a sexy picture? I look at my Instagram of animal loving people, animal loving you know, lovers and women, and I was really not thinking about men at all. I was thinking about in trying to entice more women my age to get a colonoscopy, and that is really how innocent that picture was. But meanwhile, how shocking was the, the like? To, I said there were like ten. Karens. Yeah, I supposedly triggered um, women with eating disorders, so I actually apologize because i <laughs> oh. never even thought that that I, I i really was coming from a place it was of dumb <laughs> it was dumb as shit people get Me triggered posting that? no oh, these God. people they, they, they get triggered people get triggered by everything now so, what are you supposed to do in the world the world can't change for everybody's trigger but I have People to say, are just living their lives. Robin, I was I I'll felt crushed when that woman wrote that, and I and then a couple more women said that I also triggered their EDs, which I thought ED uh, was erectile dysfunction, but yeah, apparently it's it eating disorder. Um, but then so many other people wrote how how now they're making that call to to, to schedule their colonoscopy yeah. or. Horrible stories of family members who have passed away because they never did something as simple as is um, schedule colonoscopy, which which I'm sure you've already said this and I'm sure Robin has said this, but um, colon cancer is the second most the leading cancer of women um, after breast cancer. So and if you catch it early, it's completely curable if you catch it early enough. Yeah. So it's so important. And it, the age used to be 50 for women, but now they're saying 45. So I'm 49. I had yet to get one. So I scheduled it. I did it. It was a positive experience. It was the best nap I ever had, which I'm sure you can attest to that. It was she, was, she napped for 12 hours. I kidding? came back feeling on top of the world and I wanted to share my experience. And then I was getting dressed that right after I got home. And I felt so thin because my whole, all the poop was washed out of me. Well, let's talk about it. And I posted a picture and I ended up feeling horrible from the, the oh, triggering of the, the, the Your fans were like, hey, fuck you. You're not getting triggered, you asshole. She's telling you, you to get a colonoscopy. Them, but you don't have to take responsibility yeah. for how they feel about themselves. That's not you. How about for all the women out there? You post for breast cancer awareness. I think you got to go uh, topless. You got to just show your titties. <laughs> now we got talking. a mammogram. I feel great. <laughs> anyway, so you got to hear this. So again, Beth had a good experience. She didn't have to drink all that fluid. She, I was telling him how you took the twelve pills. Oh my gosh, there's a new system where it's twelve pills the night before with sixteen ounces of water. Then right. you wait an hour. You drink another sixteen ounces. That night is when you, you know, just sit on. You sit on the toilet and clear yourself out, which it only happened twice for me. I slept the whole night through. I woke up and, uh, and 
that's 6 a.m., 12 more pills, 16 ounces, 16 ounces, back on the pot, clean yourself out, go to the Listen appointment. Listen to this, it was She's so leaving easy. out. She's leaving out the key detail. First of all, I was torturing her. I told her I was going to come visit her while she was doing and that made her nuts. What are you going to share? Here's what I'm going to share. So Beth swears <laughs> she'll swear on anything. She claims no duty came out. It was liquid. Water. It was flushes. Was liquid. it brown or white? The it water. was clear. Clear oh. water. So she says what? to me, I must. She Listen to this. Robin, this doesn't even make sense. Now, this is, a, this is how every woman should be, in I my opinion. I should have shown you. I know you should have. <laughs> she she sits down. She's doing her thing. I, I I you know we get together and she goes, honey, I think I'm doing something wrong. I go, what do you mean? She goes, I haven't had any duty. I said that's impossible. I don't How say could... duty. I just well, said I I'm, didn't I'm go. I'm doing for I the don't radio. Say duty. Yeah. You said duty. It's I didn't okay. Say duty. You said, honey, my duty. Duty. <laughs> <laughs> duty. Anyway. So I even asked the doctor. I was concerned because it was just. Um... So she says to me. There's nothing coming out. She goes, just water, clear water. I go, honey, you must be, you, maybe you are, a, maybe you're not human. Maybe I you're thought a fucking... there was maybe a gummy bear lodged up there. <laughs> I said, you know what? I, I got nervous. I got nervous. I said, you know what's going to happen when this guy sticks this uh, camera oh. up your ass? Number one, he's going to find old duty in there from years ago, maybe, because it, it, even these pills aren't getting it out. Like you, because you never go to the bathroom that much. It's impossible to take these pills and not have some kind of shit come out of you. She swears on the life of Bianca to it me. It was all clear from the beginning. But from it was such a wonderful feeling. You were so... You but, sickly feeling? You didn't cramp? You didn't... Nothing. nothing. I, had, oh, I yeah, loved it. Dude, you got to be jealous. My wife shits water. Like, she's the perfect woman. <laughs> like, this is what I've been dreaming of. My and then mom. afterwards, he said I was going to, he said there was a lot of air up there when they, oh, fl- yeah. you know, when he's looking. And he said, just so you know, you're probably going to um, fart. I, I don't think he said fart, but whatever he said, it's going to probably you're going to pass a lot of gas. Yeah. So um, I was prepared for that. Not one, not one. And she's walking around all day. Honey, he said I was going to pass gas. I have not passed gas. <laughs> no, I one. wanted to because I, I was expecting it. So I was kind of staying by myself because I didn't want you I, to hear. All I know is I've had a bunch of colonoscopies. And I got to tell you something. When I walk you out of that doctor's right? Oh my, I'm like, there's <laughs> <laughs> shit flying everywhere. My underpants are brown. I mean, I don't know what's going on Your with under, her. Oh my God. I mean, it's disgusting. I remember at the end of my colonoscopy, I wake up, right? I'm like, you know. I'm, they got me propped up in a chair. I don't know how I ended up in a chair. You Who carried me over? The, got in that chair. <laughs> and they had a piece of like, like, um, what do, you know, those, um, they had like the they pad like where dogs go. Sheet, a blue sheet. Like yeah, they had a blue sheet. Thing. And, uh, yeah. and I looked down on my blue sheet and there's like poopy. Oh, in there. I don't want to hear that. Do yeah. you know what they gave me after? A cookie. A cookie. <laughs> it was a sugar cookie. I was so Let happy. me tell you something. <laughs> I never got a sugar cookie. This is the story of you. No, no. Everybody me. gets like, they didn't buy a cookie for just me. Oh, they please, had people 12 look at me. other before me. I asked them how many procedures i've had i've i've had uh the, the, the doctor looks at me and he throws me out of his office you you're there the guy's feeding you cookies no the guy was so lovely and his Ridiculous. team i had the best experience women go do it i i and she loved it I loved so it. i call ronnie up afterwards i say hey ronnie you're supposed to get a colonoscopy ronnie's never had one ronnie's i go never beth had one no i go beth just had the best experience with a call i try to convince him i figured let me get ronnie in there he goes, no, 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 I do that thing, you shit in a box, and then you send it to a lab, and they look at it, 
<laughs> uh, he won't get one. And it's so nothing. It's so nothing. nothing. It's, it's nothing. nothing. Anyway, the panty picture. The panty picture. Oh, my God. Oh, come on. <sighs> you know it's good. Stop acting like you don't know it. It's so fucking hot. No, it's beautiful. It's not hot. It's not beautiful. It's it just is. It my is. body after my colonoscopy. What are you talking about? Thank you, Robin. I mean, here. Honey, you're embarrassing me. Here's another guy. Mike, hey, thanks. This is Pocket. You saw that picture, right? It's hot. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking hot, but it's not hot because it's it's not hot to women who don't have a thigh gap. What? Right, right, right. Yeah, what she's got the thigh gap. We got to have part. Yeah. I also know how to stand too, and then and, and pose and get a good angle. So right. let's well, not forget about that. Anyway, you have a Kleenex back there. Yeah, I got a Kleenex. I got everything. Keep looking, and I don't see where you hide hide everything. Thank you. But Meanwhile, I didn't hear the last part of pots. Po- whatever isn't it pocket he, uh, i didn't want it would get slowed down what? but he was to- he he liked that she has a thigh gap like you know like if you have uh like right, you know when right, women right. put but their I legs together women who thighs. don't have a thigh gap whatever i don't know what he was yeah i don't know this is annoying but anyway i want to tell you this whole thing so we we got a birthday gift for jimmy why don't Kimmel. you do that yourself really why what do you where, where do you got to go need me for that you really don't want to be a part of it okay no i mean i don't know what's going on go ahead are you getting dizzy because you're standing up? No, it's just. Why don't you bring over a stool? Okay. Yeah, I know it. I know her. She's getting dizzy. Oh, sorry. It's okay. All right. <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't know I was going to be on the air this morning. I know, but it's funny with the colonoscopy. I still can't believe no shit came out of you. How's that possible? What did you say? Was, with the, with, what did the doctor say? He didn't see anything in there? <laughs> he goes, well, we'll see. And he said it was clean and clear. You know what? This is horrible. This is heartbreaking. He printed out my um, insides. The, the you took a picture, picture of, of my colon on the inside. And I was still coming out of the whatever twilight that I had been put under. And I, I was holding the picture and I... Set it down, Robin, and I left it at the doctor's office, so I don't even have the picture to prove it. But he said, look, everything's clean and clear. Yeah, she wanted to show me the picture of her colon. I was was so excited, and I was looking through my purse, and so somebody has a picture of my colon somewhere. (laughs) I think it showed up in page six, I saw it. Um, It was clean and clear. Yeah, she was excited that, uh, you know, she she got through it, and everything was fine, and uh, yeah. Well, I have family members, close family members that had polyps that they had to remove. So I was kind right. of anticipating because of my close family members that had them, but um, nothing. So 10 years, I don't have to have another one for another 10 years. So you got to hear this. So Jimmy Kimmel is a guy, very generous guy, always been great to us. You so, just burp. Yeah. Sorry. Smell it. You do? Yeah, that was gross. Oh, you don't smell I anything. I smell it. Oh, stop. Honey, I had yogurt. Oh, you, you, tell, tell everyone you're lying. You don't I smell, smell it. Tell everyone you're I'm lying. I'm not lying. You, my burp smelled. Stop A little it. bit. You couldn't, you're too far away. To, she, she's lying right now. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So getting a birthday gift for Jimmy Kimmel's a pain in the ass. No, it's not. I enjoy- Well, it is because you don't know what to get this guy, right? I always have something up well, my sleeve. This gift was so good that Jimmy said it's the funniest gift he's ever gotten in his life. He goes, this is Ooh. the greatest gift ever. And I'm kind of proud of it. That's why I'm sharing the story. So um, 
I'm giving Beth more credit for this than me because she did all the work on it. And it's unbelievable. She says, I'm going to call Ronnie. I'm going to text Ronnie. And I'm going to make up a basket. I'm going to ask Ronnie for all his favorite sex tip toys and all the shit that he and Stephanie use. And I'm going to make a basket for Jimmy. And I'm going to keep a copy of all the texts between myself and Ronnie. And we're going to print it out for Jimmy and put it in a big scroll. But look at this. This is all the text. Is that what that is? That's what that oh, that's is. This is all. Cool. These are the conversations <laughs> as Beth is asking Ronnie for sex toy information, dildo information, cock ring information. And it's Jimmy like got this. Scroll. Like one of those old scrolls. You see I rolled it up Bible. and put a ribbon around it. <laughs> Jimmy gets this thing. He couldn't believe it because the conversation is so funny. And Jimmy's the biggest fan of Ronnie and his sex. Yes, he is. So uh, here's some of the here. Here's some of it. Okay, this is Beth. Hi, Ronnie. Hope you're well. I'm coming up with a gift for Jimmy Kimmel for his birthday. Was thinking of putting together a box of Ronnie's favorite sex toys. Can you list me some of your faves so I can order? Laugh out loud. Thank you. XOXOXO. Send some Vegas heat our way. So Ronnie must have gotten this thing, and now, you know, he's springing into action. Oh, he's on a mission now, right? Oh, my God, is he on a mission. Um, Okay. Now to the toys. This is Ronnie's first response. Cock ring set. It comes with different size rings. Motorized cock ring that also stimulates the girl's clitoris. <laughs> the earthquaker for ass play. Oh Little mini vibrator that he and Molly can use together. It goes on your finger. And of course, get a cool dildo. Hope this works. So um, Beth writes him, I'm laughing so hard. I'm sitting here by myself. Thank you. Hugs to you both. Blah, 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 blah. All right. Now. He starts in sending pictures. No, I oh. asked, is this is is it this one or this one? Look at this. It's these big cock ring with rubber attachments and belts that you put around you. Because he he mentioned something, so I'm googling, and that I had choices. Oh, the rings, the penis rings. Yes. So Beth's now ordering this stuff, having questions for Ronnie. We got every exchange back and forth between He's the two of pictures them. Pictures back and forth, looking yeah. for approvals. He at one point had to go into his boxes of all the stuff after his move and find one of the items so we could find the uh, manufacturer, and he did. <laughs> go on the site, Adam and Eve, hit sex toys, and the one Steph has is the Jackrabbit Thruster on sale for $100, and they have all kinds of motorized cock rings and great stuff. Just Google. This is the conversation going back and forth. And then um, Beth's like, thank you, Stephanie. And Ronnie's like, all good. Um, Beth writes him, morning, Ronnie. It's so cold here. I'm having trouble locating an earthquaker for ass play for Jimmy. Imagine me writing that. (laughs) Ronnie writes back. Mine is still packed away. I will try and find the box and let you know how soon do you need it? His birthday is November 13th, but need to order and get the box with the rest. Good luck finding your earthquaker. Then he finds the Earthquaker. Then he's got his Trojan cock ring stimulator. Oh, boy. And then he told me to add lube to complete the gift. So I added a bunch of bottles. So Beth went on and ordered all this shit. Now she's getting bombarded in her email. Oh, my God. My poor email account is. Oh, no. They all are. New cock ring special. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, every, like, for me, waking yeah. up to all the sales at the sex shops. You know what I was thinking? It's like special for you. Yeah, it's like Oprah's favorite things. You got Ronnie's favorite things. Like you know? if anyone comes in and sees my open computer, they must think I'm the biggest perv. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so great. And she was ordering up a storm. But anyway, Jimmy read the whole thing and thought it was funny as hell. And uh, thank you, Ronnie, for your input. I and, couldn't have done it without you. And Stephanie as well. And Jimmy's wife, Molly, was like, oh, no. Molly's is, going, poor me. Poor, poor me. me. He's going he's gonna to sexually assault me. Try all and, this stuff. And then Jimmy goes, damn right I am. And then that was the last we heard of him. He, uh, I think he put on the cock ring and a couple of other things for Ask I, I don't know if he did or not. I wonder. I bet you he did. I bet you they're using him. But, he um, has a different look on his face tonight. You'll know. <laughs> well, what was it? Stephanie had like a $300 vibrator, right? Yeah, I, mean, I got that from Molly what? in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a serious gift. $300 vibrator. Why is, is it, it so do? good? I was going to get myself one too because it sounds so fancy. Why don't you get one? I'll use no, it on I don't, you. I'm not interested. I have a, I have a, I don't think I'm revealing too much. I've tried that with you. You liked it. I'm not, I just you don't like want you. you. Just, just like, you. Yeah. You know what, ladies? I'm enough for you. You don't, when you, when you get me, you don't need a vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real man. You don't need a vibrator when you're with me, right, honey? I do not. I yeah. just need you. Just me. You look cute. I do? Yeah, your hair looks good. I was worried that maybe you needed a haircut, but no, you're, still, you're still okay. I think I need one. Not yet. That picture you took of me this weekend, I got a lot of gray in my hair, but you don't see it all the time. I can't. Well, it was a close-up one. Robin, I posted a picture of the two of us. Or is that the one that I didn't post? No, I posted you it. You posted it. You can really see the grace. But when I'm with you, no. I'm just two feet away from you. I don't really see them. I think it's because it was such a close-up shot. I was thinking I need a haircut. Not yet. Another but, another week or two. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'll wait. You can relax, but, Howard. <laughs> but, but maybe I'd look good if I maybe even went a little shorter. Or do you think I should keep it long? I like your hair as... As is. They do it. Yeah, I'll do it. it. Listen, as long as you're attracted to me, I'll do whatever you want. I'll wear a bag over my head. <laughs> I mean, who cares? But, uh, well, honey, anyway, that's the update, right? Yeah, well, thank you for encouraging everybody to get colonoscopies. Yeah, and thank you for uh, sharing your panty story. And You're your... really bothered by that panty no, picture. I'm, I think you're gorgeous. I just was surprised you put it up there. Really? Yeah. I've posted so many bikini pictures. Yeah, but so, how about the picture um, where I was cleaning litter boxes um, bent over in my underwear? We posted yeah, that but together. You were like, but you said to me, like, hey, honey, do you think I should post this? Like, that was way more. And this was an ad for scheduling a colonoscopy. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. I don't care. You can post one right now. I don't care. I mean, you can do whatever you want. I'm not uh, the boss here, but I'm just saying I was surprised. I'm shocked that you were surprised. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, oh, uh, your doctor, doctor is on the phone once. So thank you for inspiring, no, I doubt it. <laughs> for inspiring women. Uh, yes, doctor. Yeah, I want to oh. thank you. You've inspired thousands of women who are coming into my office for colonoscopies today. We have a line out the door. And I want to thank you for raising awareness. Are the women going to the bathroom right now in your office? You're supposed they to be clean up on the line. They don't do water like you. They make brown feces on the floor. Oh. <laughs> but you've raised a very important issue, Beth. And for that... All right, enough of that. Mildred is on the phone, wants to thank Beth. She's going to go get her colonoscopy right now. Yes, Mildred? I just had it. 
I look so thin, I just took a huge shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Well, Mildred, oh, good for you. Uh, you're... My panties are full coverage. They double as a queen-size bed sheet. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, whatever size you are, that's good. I'm glad that you're... Uh, Bev, uh, Bev, I have a thigh gap, and when I take out my teeth, I have a gum gap. Oh. All right. Thank you, Mildred. Well, you've inspired a lot. Mildred's a cute kitten name. Mildred, we had a Mildred. We did? Yeah, because I have an Aunt Mildred, and I said to you, why don't you name a kitten Mildred? I would remember. Maybe I told you I did, but... And you were like, oh, Mildred's such a cute name. Mildred's so cute. Yeah, I'm in charge of naming all the kittens. You, you have to name these new cats? Yeah, I was thinking there are three girls and a guy, and I was thinking of Three's Company. Can I tell you something? What? See, this... Nothing about Beth annoys me. I really am in love with her so deeply. What did I do? But but I come up with really good names <laughs> for cats. And like randomly, I'll, I'll text her and I'll go, here's a great name. And she'll go, this is such a great name. And I feel like you should have a bank of names. I do, but this is like you a group write, of... I don't feel you write them down. It's fun when you have a, a litter and you associate it with a... A TV, TV show? show. Yeah, like oh. I was thinking or Janet the, and Christy. Yeah, so all, Janet, right. Yeah. Christy, yeah. Mrs. Roper, and... Mm. Um, but I gave you such cute names the other day. What happened to those? They're fine, but they don't go together. I want oh. this to be oh, a group. Oh, okay. All right, I'll get on it. Oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's getting annoyed with me. It's happening. I'm not annoyed with you. It's happening. Oh, please. I'm so madly in love with you. Tell everyone. I what love was you. your... Remember we were talking about our pet peeves about each other? Yeah, what was... What was yours? I did say there was something about you. It bothered you. What was it? It was something. And now I don't... Now I can't think of it. I'm even thinking there were cat names the other day I came up with that were, I thought, brilliant. What was it that I, I annoyed you? It was just yesterday. Yeah, we finally had you annoy me. You did something. Maybe when, maybe because there was no duty in you and you just <laughs> shit out water. Maybe that was it. I was like, this is ridiculous. No, but that didn't annoy me. I don't know. There was something yeah. we were laughing about. I don't remember. Mm. Uh, too bad. Should have written it down. Well, no, it's mm. good that you don't remember. I <laughs> know. I like that we don't remember. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if I'm going to say... It, Weren't you going through a whole list of boyfriends? Maybe that was it. No, it had nothing to do with that. She was giving me, you know, the, lo the no, list. I was not. There was a story well, about one dated. of them, and I was like, oh. I think that was it. Like, it was like endless. Like, no, this it wasn't. Guy that guy on, me, on The that Bachelor, guy, I said the... he reminded me of an old boyfriend. Which guy on The Bachelor? Oh, I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go. Time to go. Clean cat shit. <laughs> she, uh, she'll sometimes give me the rundown. Oh, come on. It's, it's you know, this you one. Are you jealous? Not jealous, but it's like I don't have anybody to brag about. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I know your list. All right. <laughs> <laughs> can't Bye. Believe, can't believe you <laughs> See dated, you in an hour. I can't believe you dated men before me. Nah. Anyway. All right. All right. You don't want to see I me go, I, do you? No, I love you. you. I'm gonna, I think uh, we need to get to know each other a little better after the show. No, maybe tonight, but not after the oh, show. Oh, why not? Because I'm, I'm so busy today. No, you're I, not. Yeah, I am. Oh. We'll take a walk and we'll talk and no, get to know each other No, I think I'm all boned way. up. I'm boned up right now. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready. You're not boned up. I am. Can I feel? I'm not feeling. <laughs> you know what she did? 
I told her we were on a walk and I got boned up and she started p- manipulating it on my walk. Oh and I go, you got to stop because we I were was in not, public. I just put my hand and touched you to see if you were telling and the I truth. kind of just did a little turn. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, well, okay, I'm walking around now in a boner in public. I get arrested. So funny when he has his shorts on and he has a boner and we're walking <laughs> around the track. <laughs> I always think there's a camera. Yeah, great. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. She's going to get me in jail. <laughs> it's never happened on the track. It happens on the... How annoying line. is that? I was doing a bit the other day. I don't. I should have played it for you, that guy on The Bachelor with the vocal fry. Oh, wow. Uh, it talks like this. Could you ever... I mean, what woman would be with Yeah, but she, she falls right into it yeah, when you like, start... Uh, yeah, no, it becomes She started one. croaking, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, after you had that conversation, I couldn't even watch this week's episode. Yeah, it was all vocal fry, right? Yeah. The whole, the whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm going. I love Good you. Love Bye, you Robin. Too. I love you. Might Bye-bye. be some special treat for you, you right after the you show. You guys have to keep me up on The down. Bachelor now that you ruined it for me and I can't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can watch it. Honey, I got a big surprise Bye-bye. for you after the show. No, tonight. No, right after the show. Get ready. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Hey, Kelly, you're on the air in Michigan. This is Kelly, everybody. Hi. Um, The reason I'm calling, and everything's so light and funny, and I feel bad bringing this up, but the nine-year-old that uh, was in a coma from that um, Astro World concert died. Yeah, Yeah. I saw that this morning. What the fuck, man? I mean, you know what? All these concerts. I've been to Foo Fighters, Corn, Rage Against the Machine, 311, and never, ever anything like that ever happened. Look, there have been incidents throughout the years, and especially early in rock and roll, you know, what happened with the Stones and Altamont, they, you know, it, it, the Who had a trampling, this, that, the other thing. But now in recent history, I'm going now, I'm going to go back 20-something years at least. They got this whole thing figured out. And what do they do? They put, I'm, I'm, I'm not an expert in security, but they put up barricades. And what happens is this way it's impossible for people to get trampled. So you have everything staged in a way. It's not, you know, they figured it out. After early rock concerts were so out of control, Yeah, you there's no realize, reason. But you almost lost me at a Led Zeppelin concert because I was at that same venue where the Who trampling happened mm-hmm. about a week later. And we almost got crushed. That's right. And, you know, a lot of people say, why was there a trampling at the Who concert? Robin took her top off. She was there. Every time there's a trampling, <laughs> she t- she removes her shirt. She gets very inspired by music. Anyway, um, so I, I, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, last weekend, nine people lost their lives. Can you imagine? And more than 10, 10, to now 10, 10 now. And, and more than 300 were hurt at this yeah. guy, Travis Scott's Astro World Music Festival. And first of all, I don't know this guy, but I I hate to sound like an old man, but I saw him on the only time I saw him, he's on Saturday Night Live not too long ago. Oh, was he? Well, listen to this. Listen to this. This is from the concert. This is what people died over. What? playing the rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. 
If I'm going to die, I'm dying at a Stones concert, not that shit. Oh, my did God. You, I'm did sorry. You see the bo- did you see the body? Did you see the body? They're playing over and over again that they just tossed up. He's staring at it, and he's humming, and, and you can hear in the background somebody saying, oh, my God, horrified, because he's dead. He's just a kid. And, uh, yeah, that's on that's on that's online. You can look that up, and it's just yeah. I don't know that I want to see that. Anyway, no, I don't want to see that. Yeah. I don't want to see that. That song is called Sicko Mode. And uh, I guess the Travis and uh, Drake performed it. Uh, this Astro World thing. Yeah, Travis he, performed it alongside to, he's Drake. He's trying to claim he has no power to have stopped it. But he could have had the lights on and said, you know, back up everybody. Let's get the ambulances. We can take a pause. Because they said, oh, they didn't want to riot. That's why they didn't stop it. Remember, like, uh, Jim Morrison back in in the day, like, the cop went up and said, you're indecent. We have to shut the show down. When he Everyone knows. Himself. I mean, these are lies. So why? You're, supposed, you're supposed to say, why are we fighting people? Why are we fighting? Right? Oh, that's what are? Mick said. Yep. Simon Cowell. <laughs> no, that's Mick Jagger. Everyone knows my Mick Jagger impression. Oh, is I'm dead sorry. On. That sounded that's like right. you're Simon, Simon Cowell. <laughs> Yeah, Simon Cowell was at Altamont. Right. Um, anyway, it, it, I guess the re- the reason for the outrage is it seemed pretty preventable, this whole thing. Um, well, the thing is that he's had these incidents before. Right. That's right. Where he's seemed to tell people to ignore the rules and ignore the security and the police or whatever. There's like over help. 100 lawsuits right now, and I heard that if they if he wants to refund it, then you can't accept a lawsuit. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I heard. I don't know, but but evidently, um, Travis and Drake later came out. They said they were sorry. Some people felt it came off disingenuous. And uh, as Robin just pointed out, Travis evidently has a history of, of violence at a show. And now, and then the two men partied after the concert. You'd hardly want to party after a bunch oh, of people died, but you know it comes yeah, off bad. Even visually, you just don't want to. So have that to be the the takeaway. Reports say the medical and security staff were poorly trained. Warnings before and during the concert fell on deaf ears, whatever. All I know is the gathering of the juggalos seems like it was more efficiently run than this. You know, what? that was what I was thinking. I said, do people die at the juggalo concerts? Well, then why are they dying here? They said it's a weird move because this guy Travis encourages his audience to hurt themselves. But yeah. if I'm if I'm in the business, I want my fans to stay alive so they pay for the next concert. See, so I tell well, my, my audience too much sense. See, yeah. that's that's your problem. <laughs> I tell the audience, take care of yourself and come see me again. See? What do we ever say? We don't want any of our audience to die. Eddie, you're on the air. Yeah, we need you to stay alive. <clears throat> anyway, a horrible story, actually. Yeah. One victim was 14 years old, uh, ninth, ninth grader. Another victim yeah. was 16-year-old, Brianna Rodriguez. She was a high school junior. You know, these are kids. There's more to it. What? There's more to it. What do you mean? Hello? Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're talking to you. Who the hell else? Oh, hi, this to? is Eddie from Vegas. Good morning. Hey, Eddie. Yeah. I was going to talk about another thing, but I'll, I'll add on to this. It was the layout of the stage as well. At the very end, they want to see Travis Scott, and the way the layout was, it was like a giant T that was elevated. So everybody started rushing the stage, and then there's that term they call where you can't move. And everybody was just frozen in fear. I wasn't even there. I'm just watching all this crap. Wow, I'm actually hmm. talking to you, Howard. Good morning. Good morning, Robin. Morning. 
I, I uh, don't know. I, you know what? Uh, I'm officially out of it because I don't even know who Travis Scott is. I, I know he dates a Kardashian. He's from that I know. Yeah. It's I don't even his, know the guy. It's his actual festival. And so that's why wow. it's on him. But I mean, yeah, this was poorly controlled. And then I've heard stuff like fentanyl was being passed around in bills. And then that's why they were, who knows? It's just horrible. But they did do stuff to calm down rioting. Can you imagine if there was a riot for like 70,000 people? But Howard, really quick, over the weekend, this band that opens for Tool, their name is Brass Against. And this girl, the lead singer, had to go to the bathroom. And so instead of stopping the show, she asked if there was a willing participant in the audience. And this old dude, as old as me, I'm 50, he just gets up, I'll do it. He lies down on the floor. They're jamming. She drops trowel and pees all over him. <laughs> that's and a I'm show. Like, well, now there's a show. I that's do. a show. I pay to see that. Yeah. How does Tool follow that? I mean, uh, do they shit on someone? <laughs> <laughs> what well, we'll do they find do? Out. They're going to Europe next year. Yeah. <sighs> if All right, somebody pulls that up, Howard, you will freak out. It's right there. She just goes right there, and I mean, it's on. And I didn't want to see it actually, but then I just kept pushing buttons, and there it is. And now the rest of the band, ironically, four dudes, is like, "Hey, this isn't Brass Against His Attitude. We didn't mean. We didn't know this was going to happen. It's like, well, too late now. That was pretty freaky." Let me ask you something. Really weird. I'm, I haven't seen yeah. the video yet, and I'll definitely look that up. But when you say she drops trout, in other words, she takes her pants completely off because a woman or her stream, she, oh, she don't have a deck, right? She's got a squat or something. Okay, I don't want to get weird, Howard. Okay, you, you went there. So here it is. I'm watching it, and a little squirts out, and I'm like, oh, big deal. And I swear to God, all right, here we go. Like a horse. It just comes out like crazy. And I'm not only joking. Thanks, thanks, Brett. And all of a sudden... He spits it out like yeah, like oh, right on his it face. Was disgusting. He does the whole spit take like that was great. It was oh. so disturbing. Oh, Here, someone give me a note. She squats like she's taking a dump over the guy's face yep. and then pisses right yep. on him. So she had close range. Oh, yeah. I mean, she, she what's with guys? Guess for a bucket first. Guess <laughs> for a bucket first. Hey, by the way, I don't know this band, but is she hot? She okay from a distance, yeah. She I'm okay, that's horrible. I'm sorry. She is really hot. I'm looking from a backstage camera and she looks great. White, white jeans. Mm. I mean, she I'm like, whoa, and she's and she's singing too. She said she didn't so, want to stop singing. So she's hot. In other words, like when she takes off <laughs> yes. her pants, like no, she's okay, got a nice yes, ass yes, power, and she's yes. okay, I'm she's, going there. Yes. It's what yeah. I would want to see if I went there. I would just I mean I say I want to see it. I didn't want to see it, but now that I'm there, I wouldn't take my eyes off of it. Oh, my wow. God. It's like, what kind of concert? Now, here, Howard, can I ask you the irony? What if a dude did that this day and age? What if Travis Scott did that? Oh, forget it. He'd be in jail. Oh. Mm. Oh, Thank look you. at this. Here's a Thank fun you. fact. What's you, this you, woman's name? What? what? What's the band's name, and what's the woman's name? The, the band's name is Brass Against, and their thing is they do heavy metal and brass. So... I read Brass they're against. For, there you go. Who are you to wave your finger? You must have been on your head. This is I hold deep in muddy waters. You practically raise the dead. Rob the grave to slow the cradle and burn the Fucking annoying song, I'll tell you that. 
lying. This is bullshit. Oh my god. Help me. What is that, a saxophone? Fuck that. What's their whole thing? Saxophone? Wait, but let me give it a chance. Oh yeah, the brass. Oh, I get it. Brass again. Oh, this is horrible. This is the oh. most horrible thing I ever heard. Horrible. Learn to play your instruments. What? It's like little kids. Howard, stop it. We're suffering so. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, they're doing they're doing the hits. Oh, okay. Wait, let me check this out. Oh, come on. Give me a fucking break. This is horrible. This is horrible. There's no in heaven. This is a great song, but but that's what I'm saying. This is the reason there's no brass in heavy metal. Yeah. Kill it in the name of. It's like uh, Glenn Miller meets Metallica. (laughs) You know what? Somebody piss on my face. I can't handle it. So where are we going, Howard? This song, this song's way better with pee in your mouth. Let me hear some more. Never mind my mouth, piss in my ears. Yeah, not gonna do what they told ya. Not gonna do what they told you, ladies and gentlemen. Tell you what, though, it's still better than Travis Scott. I'll give her that. Yeah. Says here she, her fiance is a Peloton instructor. What? That true? Yeah. Of course. Man, what what an insult to Rage Against the Machine. That is a a fucking horrible version of that song. Yeah, I'm wondering who came up with that terrible concept. (laughs) What brass uh, against? Brass and heavy metal. So, like, are they completely derivative of Rage Against it? Like, it's brass against and their they're rage bands. against? And it's rage like you went to a marching yeah. band. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Gary oh. wants a way in. Go ahead. Well, the, the other thing is, I think that she was on The Voice at one point. So, uh, but, Howard, this guy, as as much as he's doing a great job <clears throat> describing it, he's <clears throat> underplaying it. It is so insanely graphic. Like Jeez. her stream of urine is so huge, like a and, then it starts, and then it starts like or steaming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like is this? It's and yeah, it's like it's like steam's coming off this guy's face. Well, let face. me ask you something. Yeah, I, I would imagine it's steaming. They must be outdoors because, yeah. like, the, you yeah, know, a horse. He doesn't. It was super. Gary, she's super hot, or is she just hot? She's hot. I don't know, super she's hot, hot, but she's hot. hot. She, she, I mean, she's too hot to be pissing on a guy's face. <laughs> is she gay? You don't. Wait, wait, you don't wait, 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 wait. I, I, we're all talking at once. Go ahead. What do you want, Eddie? You I'm say. sorry, Howard. I was playing it down. I was kind of being a gentleman. It's fucking disgusting. Yes. It's really freaky. She asked for a bucket first and said, "Fuck it, get up here, old man." The pee's in his mouth and dumps it like a horse. Like now that. let me ask you something. Like that. 
Is she fully shaved? Or she got big bush? <laughs> she was too far away. She looks you can't tell. <laughs> but she it's just she puts her out. pants she puts her pants down to like between her ankles and her knees and she squats. It's like it's like very it's very like animalistic, you know what I mean? It's like a yeah. caveman movie. Right. Wow. And only a little bit comes out at first. And nobody can tell me like, no big she deal. keeps in time to the music. <laughs> she does. She right. doesn't stop. She doesn't stop. All right, Eddie, thanks. His Later. exuberance is killing me. Later. I mean, he's he talking to everybody. You start saying something, and Eddie starts going, It's like a horse! It's like a horse! It's like a horse! It's steaming! Jesus. Uh, brass against... Tweeted an apology, Robin. Sophia oh, really? got carried away. That's not something the rest of us expected, and it's not something you'll see again in our show. Thanks for bringing it last night, Daytona. <laughs> Who wrote that? She didn't write it. The band wrote it. So are She's, they getting uh, rid of their singer, or are they just going to? No, they're going to reprimand her. She has to pay a $15,000 fine like Aaron Rodgers. I see. I see. Yeah, and then everything's fine. <laughs> it's okay. You just risked everyone's life. Here's fifteen grand, which is zero to him. Because he makes like a millions and millions right. of millions. Right, he should have to pay everyone on that team a million bucks. Then he'd feel yeah. it. Yeah, what a I fucking am bullshit thing. Man, oh man, brass against. We should start a band. How about this? Accordion Van Halen. All accordions <laughs> playing Van Halen, and I'll be the lead singer. And you just have to learn how to play accordion. That's it. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I'll play it like they play brass, not too right. well. <laughs> Might as well jump. I like that. Brass again said that we're never going to see that again. I know I'm never going to see it again because I'm not going to that show. I'm staying home. What What's wrong with horrible that they wanted that to open for them? They just wanted a better audience. Right. You know, Fuck like tool. they'll kill the audience with that. And then they'll, they'll just be yeah. so welcomed when they come on. Tool's like, here's a really shitty band, and we're going to come out, and you're going to be so fucking happy when you see us. That's right. Yeah. Bad business plan. Sorry, Tool. I showed up early, and I got to be subjected to this shit, because you guys want to be... <laughs> I do like Tool, though. They are good. I do, too. But that was almost literally shit. Wow. She's marrying a Peloton instructor, huh? Who's she... What's her story? I'm... I mean, what, I I need to, he, Gary said she was on The Voice at one time. I got to now go back and look. She should have done that on The Voice, right on that cowboy's <laughs> head. What's that fucking guy name? Uh, oh, I can't think. God, uh, the one who married. Uh, I can't Gwen. think of his name. Yeah, Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton. Blake, yeah. Where oh, I went, Sister Gosh. Jess King is the instructor. I know who that is. She's hot. Oh, oh, that's a guy? Is she with a woman? I thought Jess King was a woman. Yes, she's with a woman. Oh, her fiance's a woman. Oh, that's so hot. Damn. I wonder she pissed on a guy. She probably fucking hates guys. I hate guys. Now, that's hot. I didn't know that. She should just say it's a political uh, statement. That was a statement. That's right. Wow. Jess King should steal that move for her classes. The Peloton stock will rebound. Everyone will. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, can I see a picture of her? Sorry, Robin. I got to work up my fantasy. 
Oh, Who I didn't get a picture was... of the girl in the band or Jess. Both of them nude, please. <laughs> <laughs> How about mandolin talica? Just mandolins. Mandolin talica. I like it. I'm surprised Tool would want to tour with a band that plays, you know, heavy metal brass instruments and does cover versions. Like nonsense. What's this, Fred? This is their version of War Pigs. Oh, Ozzy. Maybe I'll like this better now that I know she's with a chick. Now I'm into it. <laughs> oh, my God. Took away, taking away all the excitement. They can't get rid of her. She's the only good thing in the band. She's Evil pissing on people. What a shtick. What a shtick, though, Robin. Heavy metal. It's a first. <laughs> in the fields, the bodies burn Alright, thanks. I'm not, uh. We were complaining a while back when that girl bro uh, broke her guitar on Saturday Night Live. How yeah. are you going to feel about the woman pissing in the middle of the show? I'm, I would probably go if I knew she'd do that every show. <laughs> they might need that. King that of all black. Rock and roll. In New Jersey, you're on Look, the air. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. The man, Howard Stern. Hey, listen. Um, the pissing video, I sent it in to Mike. I, it was weird. It was crazy, but it was kind of sexy. It was it was kind of sexy. I, I, I know what people think about it sometimes, but it, it was, it, I know, but. Well, you I, love I, that. It just, yeah, I did think I of loved, King when I, I heard it. this. I was like, ooh, he must have uh, gotten into King. King's got a fetish where he likes pissing. He likes it. I forget what his fantasy is. What is your fantasy? Or something, I think he would say. In the, I like, I, but I, I like it in more intimate setting, like you know, what I mean, like on stage. It just seems like a prop. But right. like, if I'm, if I'm, you know, if I'm with my wife, my wife doesn't like that at all. But she used to do it reluctantly, which which turned me on more. Like you right. know, what I'm saying like, "Oh, you crazy bastard! I hate this shit." And then I said, "She should just do it." Like you know, what I'm saying it was. I used to call it tinkling. And it right. was so beautiful. You know what I'm saying? It was like warm and it was just, I don't know, it turned me on. And I want to ask well, you a question. What did you, what, what, what did you do? Like you would get in a bathtub and lay down and then she would squat on you and piss on your chest? No, actually I used to, I mean, this is years ago, but I used to put down a tarp on the bed oh. because I didn't not necessarily want to do it in the bathroom. I wanted to do it on the bed. Mm. So she would, uh, you know, stand up on the bed and then squat down. Because you're right, they got to squat down. And then you're looking and you're waiting for it to come down. It, I mean, it's, it's, it, <laughs> it is erotic. You know what I'm saying? I'm so I glad just, I'm not into all that. I'm so glad I just want to bang my wife. And then, like, like, I don't need to smell her panties or, you know. You never did that before? No. 
King King was telling us he wants to sniff the panties of this Latin actress and rapper Sin Santana from the VH1 show Love oh and Hip Hop. God, oh. I would he pay said, ten thousand for them shit. <laughs> what for her panties? Yeah, I mean, you know, what I'm saying if I if I had buku throwaway money like you, I would definitely pay ten thousand. You would give a woman if you had throwaway money like that. (laughs) So, in other words, she would just have to wear her panties for a day. No, no, three days for ten thousand. Three days for ten thousand. Wow! You know, check her out. The more she has them on, the more you know the price goes up. She's that hot. One day is not enough (laughs) to me. To me. To me. He's and she's hot. I'm not saying she's. Yeah. Oh yeah, I used I to. I send Mike pictures of her. All right, I, I got to I mean, go, King. Thanks. Now let me ask you another question, real quick. Uh, what? Now, I now I heard you last week when you. Uh, were I, I got to go. I got to go. I, I got to go. He, he made his a statement. Big wind up. He's not just got a question. Yeah. Oh, it's just endless. Let me let me let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me like, like dude. Now you remember last week. <laughs> yeah, like he wants to review the whole show from last week. I even know what he wants to talk about. Oh yeah. I was on the air saying how uh, he wrote in a whole letter and left a voicemail. I was on the air talking about how like it's really weird. Like if I do the dishes or something, it gets Beth romantic. It works like a charm. Huh. And then he was like, "You shouldn't be doing that." Oh. You shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't do chores around the house because then she's going to, you know, it's just some dumb fucking shit. It's, it's some sexist kind of bullshit thing like where But it's also I making a big that. deal about nothing. Again, about people nothing. spend all their time talking about crap that doesn't mean anything. Here it is. It's boring here. That dark road sounds, it starts to be like she's doing you a favor by giving you something. Don't slip into that house. <laughs> Don't slip into that. You're doing her a favor by having sex with her. You Howard Stern. So don't, I don't care how long you've been married. She always has to be reminded that you're Howard Stern. Bird. That's a fact. I know when you get older, you got a younger woman. You think you got to do extra shit because you old and you still Howard Stern. Believe me, when you lay your eyes shut, the next motherfucker ain't doing no dishes. Trust me. I already know already. I already know. He thinks he has it all figured out, but, you know, the the, the wonderful thing about my relationship is that I know if I'm sort of, I know I'm Howard Stern and I can get away with shit. I don't want to get away with shit. I want to, I like doing stuff and, and, and showing her I care. You know what I mean? It's right. like, it's yeah. basic. And it's a different it's not... kind of language, you know? It's just not always just saying something, but showing her how much you care. Yeah. A woman doesn't want to fuck you when you're a fucking asshole. I was uh, looking at that uh, song, but that Taylor Swift boy, I'd be afraid to go out with her. Jesus, she that fucking rips guys. That was the best. You know, the Colin Jost comment right after that performance. Like, we all just figured out we never want to date Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, you know, evidently, I was reading about it in the paper. Yeah, this I guy, do. The, the uh, actor, Jake Gyllenhaal, who we've had on the show twice. Great guy. I, I think he's terrific. Thank you. A wonderful guy, yeah. I mean, he seems nice to me. Good-looking dude, too. He never too. did anything to me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I mean, he seems delightful. I don't know. 
But evidently, I didn't even know. I would have asked him about this. Next time he comes on, I'm going to ask him. I didn't even know he dated Taylor Swift. I had no clue. Oh, I knew that. But, Did you? Um, and I knew it was a bad breakup and that she put all practically a whole album <laughs> about it. Wow. I wish somebody would get that worked up about me. <laughs> I've broken up yeah, with people. She doesn't like it when people leave her. No, she does. It's a weird thing with her. I mean, you know, it, it's just weird because I was reading about it and this guy, Jake Gyllenhaal. So he evidently dated her. Okay. No harm, no foul. And he came to her one day and probably he said to her, from what I read, he said, listen, it's really, I don't think we're going anywhere together because I'm much older than you and I feel the age difference. You know, there's a, there's something about it. Now, I, I'm reading between the lines. He probably said this. He, he just wasn't, whatever reason, he didn't want to insult her. Now, I do think honesty is the best policy. If you break up with someone, the right thing to do is say, you know what? You're a really nice person, but I don't think you're my soulmate. But I know guys, and he probably said to himself, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to say, listen, I think I just feel the age difference and whatever. You know, he's saying he's it's me, it's not you. That's uh, uh, what he's right. trying to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's me. I feel the age difference. And, you know, I, when I reference uh, a Beatles song and you don't know it, you know, whatever bullshit he had to give her to make her feel OK, because he didn't want a song written about him. Guy's a serious actor. He's trying to get out with some, you know, her, friends her with some dignity and not making her right. feel bad. Meanwhile, this guy's fucked uh, Taylor Swift. Good for him. I mean, Jesus Christ. And she fucked Jake Gyllenhaal. No harm, no foul. He's good looking. Look She's them. good looking. Hey, good for you. Yeah, good, goofy, goofy you. I goofy wish you. I had fucked Jake Gyllenhaal. Right, exactly. You wouldn't be writing any songs. I would song. be writing songs that he was an asshole. No, you'd be writing a thank you note and say good. That's right. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever you gave me is good. So, um, and you know, so she wrote a 10 minute song about this breakup and her main beef in the song is, she goes, you broke up with me because I'm too young, and then your next girlfriend is five years younger than me. What are you doing? Stop it. So, you know, if he had just been up front with her and said, it's not that you're too young. It would have made a difference. She'd have had another lyric in the song, Howard. That's the first thing you have to know. Well, you know the what? The second thing is, no matter what a person says, they're not into you. That's why they're leaving. Right. you got to learn that already. Stop writing songs. But anyway, he didn't leave her because she's too young. He left her because she's too old. That's what the, what I get out of this. No, he left her because he left her. He was done. Here it is. Here's the lyric. <laughs> the song's called All, All Too Well. You said if we had been closer in age, maybe it would have been fine. And that made me want to die. So he, he should have just been honest with her and just said, you know what? I'm not feeling it. I don't feel like you're my person. It's not going to work what, with us. For whatever yeah. reason, it doesn't matter what reason it's not working. You can't. I love the women who want to argue and fight yeah. and give you reasons why that's not, the, you know, a problem. But you can't argue people into loving you. Right. That's he should write a song. <laughs> hey, look, I was just trying to be nice to you. I'm just trying to get out of this with some dignity. And then and, and I'm not going to tell you, you know, you smell or whatever or you're an idiot. I'm not going to I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say. Now, I got to tell you, I've learned You're so much from me. The Bachelor. That's all. That's all. I've learned so much from The Bachelor. You turn to the person and you go, You're not my person. 
That's the line. You're not my person. I really like you, but I don't think you're my person. You know, but I know, listen, when I was younger, I, I didn't know how to break up with a woman. I was, I broke up with a girl, her tits melt. There was a chemical thing going on there. Her tits melt. And I didn't want to tell her her tits smelled. First of all, I'm sure my balls reek. Who knows what's <laughs> wrong with me? I don't know, but I was but not. also, you didn't stay long enough to find another reason you didn't want to be no. there. Now, I was immature back then, so I would just, like, leave, and then she was like, well, what happened? We made out, and we were, you know, we were kissing my boobs, and what happened? But I was immature. I should have said, hey, I don't think you're my person. And then that would have been it. And she could have, listen, lots of girls it have told me. doesn't feel any better. This is what I'm telling you. A girl doesn't feel any better that she's not your person, Howard. But you see, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but. Well, here's the line. I was never good at telling jokes, but the punchline goes, I'll get older, but your lovers stay my age. See, she's, uh, she's hung up on what he had to say. But it's still like you can't argue a person into it. Then you know that wasn't the reason. Yeah. But he didn't know what to say to get the hell out the door. Right. You would think <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. wanted to go. That's what you have to know. He wanted to go. You would think he would know what to say. He's broken up with so many women. You know what I mean? <laughs> You'd think he'd come up with some kind of breakup. He doesn't know why he broke up with any of them, probably. He doesn't right. take, take the time. He's like, I got right. so many options. I'm ready to go. I'm telling you, man. I know people who have fucked this guy, Jake Gyllenhaal. I do. And uh, oh, yeah? that's right. That women love him. It's going to be very hard to wrangle a permanent relationship. I don't even care if you're Taylor Swift, who's a nice looking well, girl. Right and... now he claims he's in love. This is it for him. Mm, okay. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I think there's going to be another girl writing a song. <laughs> He'll have a lot of songs written about him. Jake's currently dating a 25 year old French model. That doesn't sound bad to me. She's more mature than her age. <laughs> That's right. Let me tell you, she might be. She might be. She might have, you know what? You grow up in France, you see a lot of shit. She probably reads history books. Eh? And That's then right. you can talk to her about these things he, he knew when he was growing up. Mm -hmm. That's what anyway. used to crack me up about um, David Brenner. David Brenner's girlfriends always stay the same age, too. And yep. I'd see him in different places, and he was always explaining things to him, to them. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, David, don't you ever get tired of teaching? <laughs> because you're always explaining what your references mean. Funny thing is, the girlfriends never got older, and he never got older. So No, he tried great. to stay young, too. Mm -hmm. It's a good song, though. I like it better than heavy metal music done by brass instruments against honestly. brass <laughs> against brass although you see what people are going to say they, they got us talking about that band now because she peed on the dude on stage never heard of them before and now i know no. them perfectly yeah now you're now you're aware of them at least <laughs> when i had my band i should have peed on gary's face and then i would have Oh, my God. You had enough attention, Howard. You didn't need to. <laughs> you talk about attention. Robin and I were actually talking about this over the weekend. All right, kill the music, guys. Um, so I was in conversation with uh, Robin last week, and I was talking about, I wasn't even really talking about running for president. 
in 2024. It was, I forget how it all came about, but Robin and I were talking about some bullshit. And then all of a sudden I said, yeah, I ought to run for president. And Robin was like, yeah, you should run for president because no, you'd win. You got to, you know, you, this is it. None of this bullshit. We need somebody up against Donald Trump who can get rid of Donald Trump. Yeah, let me see. Uh, here I, uh, you know what? I don't even, let me refresh my own memory. Yeah, I don't know how it came up. Here it is. I got a clip. Uh, TMZ, my comments about Aaron Rodgers were like big news that I, I, I think I'm going to run for president. I think I'm running I know, the country. I they quoting you about everything. I know. I'm like, who the <laughs> fuck am I? I, I just if said, Trump, hey. If Trump decides to run again, you have to run against him. That's I know. my plan. I'll beat his ass. Yes, but that's what's going to have to happen. I'm, I'm, we I can't leave it to the Democrats. No, I told Jimmy. Beth, I said, I think I'm going to have to do my civic duty and run for president against you Trump. You say, honey, no. get ready to be first lady. I would just sit there and debate and play that fucking clip of him fucking trying to fix the election over and over again. There's no way I'd lose. Yeah, well, meanwhile, Robert and I were trying to figure out, like, it was weird. Every news station was running this thing that I'm running for president. I heard from friends of mine I haven't heard from in years. One of my guys from high school wrote me. He goes, he lives out in Arizona. He goes, uh, hey, uh, I'll vote for you. And I was like, what, is this story everywhere that casually I said I'm going to run for president? Because it's silly that anyone would cover this. And then I heard from somebody else actually out in Arizona. My daughter's husband's father wrote me. Uh -huh. He says, hey, Howard, I'll vote for you. You should see what's going on out here with a bunch of assholes, blah, 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 blah. And then I heard from people all over the country. I'm talking about personal friends of mine. I'm going to vote for you. Tom Chiasano wrote me. I'm going to vote for you. Good Lord. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you and I, I was just a campaign together yet. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second. I made the comments. First of all, I was shocked. The comments about Aaron Rodgers. All I said was, hey, this guy's a scumbag. You know, I was just being me. I go, this guy's a scumbag. He should be thrown out of the NFL. He endangered his teammates. He put them all at risk. He lied. And when you lie like that, you know, a $15,000 fine. This guy, I forget how many million, I think he makes $35 million a year or something crazy like that. That's like, um, if you made $100,000, if they find you like $40, that would be That's analogous like that to that. girl pissing on stage. It didn't cost him anything. Right. It's just ridiculous. I mean, this guy is a class A1 scumbag and then, uh, I didn't know this. I'd forgotten. I, maybe I did know it, but uh, his his fiance Shailene Woodley. I love that actress. I didn't even know Aaron Rodgers was getting. I thought she was such a hippie, and she's with that crap, that piece. Yeah. Of crap. So and she okay. was like, and, and she you. was joking around about it. I think she was on Instagram talking about what a big cock he has. So like, um, you know, what did she say? She said something like, uh, "Yeah, I got it right here." Oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers makes thirty three point five million a year. And Shailene Woodley, she defended Aaron Rodgers by implying he had a big cock, which is a great uh, defense, I think. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess there was a picture of some dude walking around, and they said it's Aaron Rodgers walking around after uh, he was a scumbag. And she goes, first of all, that isn't even Aaron Rodgers, because my Aaron Rodgers has bigger feet, implying big feet, big cock kind of thing. So, uh and you want to know something? It's true. Aaron Rodgers has big dick energy because he's a big dick. <laughs> <laughs>
She's right. I don't know, but uh, he's having a good life, man. When you when you're in the NFL, they are such hypocrites. The NFL. Yeah, 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 dude. Come on, you're gonna this guy. It's not that he. It's not that he didn't get vaccinated. He lied about it. Dude, and there were procedures he was supposed to be required to do because he wasn't vaccinated. So he right. lied, and he didn't do any of that. Well, anyway, I made the comments about Aaron Rodgers, and it blew up. It was everywhere in every newspaper. And quite frankly, Everybody I was shocked. I was saying it, but it was you that they they pointed out. Howard Stern said. Yeah. And then, out of that conversation, came this whole conversation about how I should be the president. Jokingly saying it. But, I mean, it took off. And then, so Robin and I were like, well, why the hell did this comment get news everywhere? And... And and the truth be told, it's not so profound. People are so desperate for anybody to take on Trump and be the voice of sanity and be able to win. And and not look like they're dozing throughout the entire presidency. <laughs> yeah, well, come on. I uh, Unlike uh, some people, I'm a big Joe Biden fan. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Number one. We are out of Afghanistan. Now, I can't tell you how many people, Obama, um, Trump, Trump, I'm going to get us out of Afghanistan. If the only thing Joe Biden did was get us out of Afghanistan, you know, I forget the number, how many trillions of dollars we spent in Afghanistan trying to build infrastructure. And then to boot, so now we're saving trillions of dollars. And the guy got a bill passed to finally put some money into our fucking bridges, our roads, it's not our internet. Enough, Howard. That's no, my it's, problem. It's not well, enough. Okay. But it's a beginning. I mean, something got done. It's impossible in this country to get anything done. And these Republicans, there was 10 of them who voted for the infrastructure bill, and they're getting such shit from their own party. That party's gone berserk. I don't even know what kind. I don't even it know that it's an American thing. Because this is good for everyone. Everyone. And these guys who voted for it were like, you know what? I got elected to represent people who need, desperately need roads and bridges. Everyone should be for and this. And internet access. Internet access. We're not covered completely in this country. So in, so what did, what did uh, Biden do? He ended that fucking war. And I know you're going to, he didn't end it the way it should have been ended. He should have done bullshit that getting out of that country was a fucking mess. He didn't put us there, but he got us out. And I know it wasn't perfect, but you know, I was. And on top of that, an organized approach to getting the vaccine out there. I can't tell you what a mess I well, now he's being it would have been because people won't take it. Yeah, well, that's the only reason we're having a problem is that people won't take the vaccine and they're blaming Joe Biden for that. And the crazy thing is Biden gets us out of Afghanistan, which I can't tell you how pleasant that is. We spent six trillion dollars there. And the politicians who voted to have six trillion dollars, they didn't even blink. They spent six trillion of our money. But they won't spend $6 trillion here now so that the roads and bridges and Internet and so we can compete in the future. But um, it doesn't make any sense. But no, okay. nothing we do makes any sense anymore. 
People are out of their minds. If we don't no. fix the infrastructure, we are going to fall so far behind the rest Absolutely. of the world. We won't be the greatest economy. You know, everybody wants to be great, but you have to do something to be great. And a lot of a lot of jobs will be created too. So, uh, I'm, well, nobody's I mean, taking jobs anymore. People are quitting jobs. Can you explain to me how people can just decide I'm not going to work anymore? I don't know. I'd like to quit, but uh, they won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it. But anyway, the so I'm not uh, I'm not a doom and gloom kind of guy. I don't know, but I, I just think why would you be willing to spend six trillion bucks on building up Afghanistan and not? Because nobody actually put a price tag on it. They just said, let's go to war. And right. they wound up spending $6 trillion. Well, anyway, when I said I'm going to run for president and do my civic duty, this whole thing took off because listen to, listen to the news. They were so excited about it. Howard Stern, 2024. Howard Stern thinks that he could be former President Donald Trump in a presidential race. Longtime radio personality Howard Stern claiming on his show that he would beat former President Trump if he ran against him for president in 2024. And then he says, but I can't say everything on my card. He would beat Donald Trump's behind behind sir may have been joking of course but he has run for office before um is he serious or not stern says he would see it as a civic duty i don't know what reality we would have ever thought that we would be talking about right. these types of things howard stern beating donald trump <laughs> in an election well you know why they're laughing because when donald trump announced he was going to run it was a joke i remember they laughed too yeah you know i was friends with donald trump back then when he announced and I thought it was the greatest. I was laughing. I was at Mar-a-Lago, the beautiful place in Florida. And I went, I said to, uh, I walked into there and I go, where's Mr. President? You know, I was clowning around because it was a big joke and it was funny. And it was kind of like a goof, like when I ran for governor, I thought it was a goof. I didn't know people would vote for me. I didn't know. I didn't know people would vote for me. I got scared. All of a sudden I'm going up in the polls. I'm beating everyone. I went, oh, wait a second. I'm an asshole. They don't vote for me. How to get out of there. See, but, you're the uh, per right person for the job because you don't want it. Right. And the truth be told, they're so desperate for anybody to keep this Trump away. I mean, my God, I was reading today. They're talking about Trump had a hotel, as you know, in Washington. The thing was losing money hand over fist. So they just sold it to the Hilton Corporation. They're going to take over the hotel and they're going to take down the Trump name because the thing yeah. is lose. I mean, the guy... Can't run a fucking hotel. And he was the president of the United States. Can't make money with it. And I guarantee you when the Hilton people take over that hotel, they're going to make money with it. They're not t buying well, that for fun. Well, they wouldn't if they weren't. They know how it's, to make money. It's just poor fucking management. Bottom line, they don't know what the hell they're doing. The guy was president even trying to force people to go stay there. If you were a diplomat, you better stay at the Trump hotel. They still couldn't make any money with the damn yeah, thing. He was, he was charging meetings there. He was doing the, all the business for the hotel. <laughs> He's charging the Secret Service triple the amount to guard them when they stay in these hotels. I mean, everything you could do to make money still couldn't make money. Couldn't make money with it. I said, you know, his legacy will be that his name will disappear from everywhere. <laughs> you know? And yeah, and you got these disappear. people who, you know, who are so into him. I saw... You know, like even Chris Christie said, but maybe the Republican Party should move on from the guy. He, he the people don't like him, uh, but there's a lot of people who do like him. But, but I, I can't explain well, he, it. So he, I think he keeps catering to the people who do like him. 
Yeah. And they get so more think, and more bizarre. So I think what happened was uh, the, the the country is so desperate for anybody to assure them that this guy will never be president again. They, they Even the, the newscasters were like, okay, let's go for Howard Stern. Because he at least... Well, I know you to, won't lose. That's my... I need that's you the to thing. do this because I don't know how I could live through another four years like that. I can't. So you so have maybe to maybe I should run. Maybe I should. When is the election? 2024, huh? 24. How many more years I got on this contract? Here I am again, locked in. Well, it'll well, be like the next to the last year. You'll have one more year. Would would, would they let you out of your contract early if you well, were to be president? You want to know something? I don't think I would have to be let out of my contract because I'll tell you why. We're not on the public airwaves. So I think legally I could still do this thing and run for president. You would want to work here every morning or three mornings a week and be president Robin, I don't have the energy to get the fuck out of bed. That's and, what and I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how any dude my age would want to be president. I, I, I don't want to be bothered. But if I got if I, if it means me keeping Trump out of the out of the White House. Can I still you take summers have to off? Step up, you know, like you didn't go into the military. Do you, do you think I could take summers off still though? I, that's that's a just I just no, have to the, take. The, the presidency no? goes and goes and goes, oh, goes. and goes, and you're going to have to travel to foreign countries and meet people who don't speak English. No. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> no. Look, I'm figuring you hire or or appoint Buttigieg as your vice president. Make him do everything. Yeah, you do it. I don't know about him though. I like that guy, but took too many months off for the. He had a baby. I'm like, oh, you don't like the per, the family leave thing. Well, if I'm relying on this guy to do everything and he's busy <laughs> having kids and taking well, four months off, you can't have any more kids right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that. Get that out of the way before we have to run in 2024 or 2023, whatever it is. Hey, Josh, what's up, Josh in Missouri? All right, Not Missouri. much. What's up, dude? Hey, brother, what can I do for you? Long time, first time, kind of getting sick of hearing you, like, kiss Biden's ass, honestly. I like him. What can I do? I'm not the first caller to say this. Come on now. Baba Booey to y'all, but for real. I like the guy. I like him. You know why? I know. I know know you do, but you also like Trump when you were nobbing with him. No, 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 no. I like Trump as a friend. you can't Trump too much. Come on now. You just bashed him for the last... Trump was a terrible president. Come on. Go ahead. All right. All right, Josh. We disagree. What can I say? Sorry. I like the guy. I'm sorry, brother, but you're the man. Mm. But for real, though, how did you ever even think about running for president when you can't decide if you want to sign a contract again? Bro, I ain't running for any president. Are you crazy? I know. Unlike Trump, I know I know know nothing. (laughs) You were just talking about it. Come on now. Come on, man. Come on, brother. All right. Dude, All right. You're hey. right. You're right. Okay. I get you. I'm okay, Josh. Thanks. Listen, Biden did have a good exit strategy. Um, it didn't go off without a hitch. Right. We at least got out of that place. That's right. Um, there you I go. I agree with you and Robin. I agree with all you guys. But for real, it's kind of coming off like you're. Okay, Josh. Got your point. Biden's all right. I'll, I'll stop saying that. Okay. Thank you. Not right, kissing anybody's gonna... ass. We tell the yeah. truth. 
say yeah, what we feel. That's how I feel. In fact, I was thinking of Josh as my ambassador to China, but I don't know now. He's <laughs> giving me a hard time. I don't know about this guy. But uh, what can I tell you, man? I just like that we're out of Afghanistan. I like that there's an organized vaccine program. I like that there's an infrastructure bill. Somebody's trying to pass it. I like that. Uh, that um, Well, the infrastructure bill. I'll tell you what I like the best the about Biden. infrastructure bill. I'll tell you what I like best about Biden. What? I don't wake up every fucking morning going, Jesus H. Christ, whose hand's on the button? I feel like things, I don't wake up thinking about who's president. I forget about it. I couldn't take it. With Donald, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. I can't live through another four years like that. No, no, no. That's why, you yeah. know, I would run if, you know, but I don't really want to serve. I just want to beat him and then, like, bow out. Well, Get that's somebody not else possible. You have, to, know. you have to do it. But what about this? But that you can way I'll do what, everything. That's what I'm thinking, because I'll be up front with the people. I'll just say, look, I'm going to debate this fucking guy. And I'm, you know me, I fight dirty. I'll, uh, let me debate him. <laughs> I'll beat him. And then when I get in office, I'll oversee. Don't worry. I'll take a look and make sure everything's cool. But that's kind of half-assed. You know what I mean? No. If you're a great delegator, you appoint the people who can do the job the best, and then they come to you with the final plan. And you yeah. just, that's what Reagan did. I'll he do just, kind of a Ronald Reagan. took yeah. the plan to the people. Yeah. I'll, do, I'll be the great communicator. Listen. You know what I like best about Biden? He doesn't call the FBI the enemy of the people. He isn't a sore loser. If he lost the election, that's, you know, that's it. And all this nonsense and all this anger and all this fake, phony uh, bullshit about the election. I mean, it's crazy stuff. Uh, so, you know, I'm a fan. Uh, Jennifer Witt. Congress not to be very happy with you. That's all right. I can handle that. No one's happy with me anyway. Jennifer Witz, uh, who runs this company, the CEO of SiriusXM Pandora Stitcher. You're on the air. Go ahead. You're finishing this contract, Stern, whether you like it or not. You hear me? I don't want to mm. hear you joke about running for president. I don't give a shit if America's bridges are crumbling. You're finishing this goddamn contract. You hear me? I hear you. I, and I, I agree with you. I, I mean, a deal's well, a deal. Well, president, I'll... can't you do something about her? <laughs> no, oh, she's please. the boss. You want to be president, Howard? Listen to me. They're going to do shows from the Oval Office, shithead. And you miss <laughs> one second of this show. It's your ass. I'm not playing around with you. All sir. right. I hear you God loud and clear. It. All right, Jennifer Witz, everybody. Ralph Sorelli, mm -hmm. you're on the air. Hey now. Hey now. Hey, I, uh, in all seriousness, I would vote for you as president. Hey I, I think you. that you think you're, you're, you're smart, you're practical, and most importantly, as Robin was just kind of saying, you know what you don't know, and you put the right people around you who do. And, Listen, uh, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, you're all out of your fucking mind. Um, no, we're not. You, no. you wouldn't want the job. You wouldn't, that's why you won't do it. You wouldn't want the job. That's you, why he's you the know, perfect person for it. You guys are making me have to run now. Now, you see, I don't have time uh, for this. You have no idea. I, I will be unlivable unless you run. Oh, wow. Well, hey, I'm going to move you right into the Lincoln bedroom. What do you think of that? <laughs> so I can visit you at night. Tuck you in. Robin Sweetie. <laughs> All right, Ralphie, thank you for your vote. Yeah, hey, thank you kindly. Hey, wait, quickly. Uh, can I say something about Taylor Swift quickly? Uh, All right. Go ahead. Uh, what? What? You were talking about her earlier. 
What a pain in the ass. I mean, all she does is bitch and complain. And who would go out with her? Like, every song is about her breakup with somebody. I mean, this Jake Gyllenhaal, he was a guest. He seems great. I didn't even know that song was about him. It's yeah. like, Jesus. Yeah, She's re-recording all her records because of her contract. It's like, oh, my God. And also, she needs to change that hairstyle she's had for like 20 years with the bangs. It's, it's awful. There you go. Ralph uh, is you know, a fashion she expert. pretty well without your advice, Ralph. <laughs> yeah, but she could look like Ralph. Uh, Ralph Ralph knows. He's a fashion hey, guy. Yeah. Okay, Ralph. Thank you. Uh, Ralph. All right. Who cares? Taylor Swift's doing fine. Listen, a lot of dudes write about breakups, too. But uh, she's she does seem to have a particular bug up her ass. You know. She writes about every guy. You know, there's a Harry mm. Styles song. There's a everybody song. Jeez. Got a problem with everybody. I told you, she doesn't like to be left. It doesn't matter the reason. You don't think Harry Styles had the same reason as Jake. Let me Gilles. ask you something. He got a song, too. Attractive, wealthy girl. Why are all these guys leaving her? I, that's what I want to know. I want to go out with her just Look, to find out. again, not everybody is for everybody. Hmm. But, but she's the... She seems... I could be for her. Hey, Bubba the Love Sponge, what's up? I heard you talk about the president deal, buddy. You got to get me on the vice president deal, buddy. A stern Bubba deal, uh, 2024 deal. You want to know what, Bubba? You make a good point because you uh, have a lot of fans in the South. You've got, uh, you know, you've got parts of the country I don't have. Maybe uh, that's interesting. Uh, you think Bubba that's the... a good matchup? Howard, we'll get, yeah. we'll get the Bubba Army deal. Come on, Howard. I'll sleep in the damn uh, Lincoln Log room, uh, Lincoln Rob bedroom deal. Howard, I got to get off this dirt track. I'm sleeping in a damn trailer here, Howard. Come on. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, you got fans and you got Dr. Yeah, Diaco. And you got Liquid Ass and you got all that. You got everything going on. And, and you got Ned. He could write campaign songs. Ned could write campaign songs. And we'll get Nedley Mandingo in there. And hey, Howard, if you want to take the summers off, we got Dr. Diaco. You know, he's a lawyer, a surgeon. He got the uh, roofing business out in uh, Port St. Lucie. He could do the summers for you, Howard. You get Lasker in there. You get Tuttle in there. You get Pretty Boy Ryan in there. You get Fabrizi. They'll do the whole deal for you, Howard. And you want to know something else? We could send the whole Bubba army to defend the Ukraine. You see that? Then the, none of our soldiers would have to. They're just the Bubba army. Enlist the Bubba army. Enlist the Bubba army. That's right. What do you think of that? Get out, Matt Morgan in there, Guido in there. Hey, Howard, anybody speaks up against you, Howard, President Howard. We're going to do the shock the balls on anybody. We'll do shock the ball, shock All right, the bus. Anybody want to talk you. about Howard, we're going to shock the ball, shock the bus, right? <laughs> All right, there you go. See? Wait a minute. He was talking about Dr. Diaco. He said he's a lawyer. He's a and doctor, a doctor. And he has a roofing business? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you caught that. Uh... <laughs> And the roofing business is what brings in the dough. Let me tell you. Uh, where was I? Uh, oh, hey. So I wanted to share with you. I'm going to make this is so, he's so gross, but I love this fucking guy. I can't decide if I love him or hate him. I'm talking about Jeff the vomit guy. Oh, let me let me uh, let me do this. because I see it's getting. What late. is he up to now? OK, here I got it. You're going to love this. I. I don't know what I think about this guy, okay? I know he's in the whack pack. Wasn't there a list? Of people wanted to know who was in the whack pack. What was that bit, uh, Gary or Jason or somebody? You know what I'm talking about? Because Jeff the Vomit guy is definitely whack pack. For sure. 
I think I've changed my view who's in the whack pack based on a couple of things. Oh, really? Um, yeah, here. Wait, here, I got it. The guys were asking me for a whack pack Hall of Fame. Like, you know how baseball has a Hall of Fame? Who would be in the whack? Yeah. And then they said to me, well, who is exactly in the whack pack? But uh, here. Beetlejuice for sure. Eric the actor. Fred the elephant boy. Nicole Bass. I say Nicole Bass. You see, maybe, I, you know, I change my tune every couple of years, but I think Nicole uh-huh. Bass is in the whack pack. She was like an inordinately large human being. For a woman to have that kind of physique, I mean, she was, um, she had a funny voice. She had a deep masculine voice. She whack had everything pack. it takes to be in the whack pack. Right. Ask Napkinette, I'm putting him in the whack pack. Okay. Now, I don't know if this is because a lot of them are dying off and we need new blood or whatever, but Ask Napkinette, the guy. But he was talks- always in the whack pack. Okay, good. All right. Tan Mom, definitely whack pack. Hank the Angry Drunken Dwarf, whack pack. Gary the Conqueror, he's in the whack pack. Of course. Ham Hands Bill. Whack pack. He's in the whack pack. Marianne from Brooklyn. Now, I don't remember what I said in the past. We said here's no about Marianne from Brooklyn. I remember. I'm changing it. I'm changing it. Oh, really? Yeah. Marianne from Brooklyn's in the whack pack, and I thought about it long and hard. I'll tell okay. you why. Explain, please. The voice. When she calls in, it's like it's like running nails on a on a chalkboard. <laughs> And she's such a fan that it's almost bordering on insanity. You know what I mean? So, I, I, yes, I'm putting her in the whack pack. If she hasn't been in it, then she's in it. You know, sour shoes for sure. Riley Martin, of course. Bobo. Hmm. Now he was a no. Is Bobo in the whack pack? Let me really think about this. I got to make a decision. Where is this good maniac? Yeah, I'll, I'll do it with him on he the phone. He wants to be. You want to be in the whack pack, right? Well, at one time, I was teetering on the edge. You guys put me in, put me out. I think when I did that walk of shame, it kind of, uh, you know, uh, cemented me in, I think, at that no, point. No, we had put you out. World. I don't think he yeah, is. But, was, but, but you know, he wore that bad toupee. He's, always, he's like kind of, I don't think Bobo's in the whack pack. I got I to gotta say, I don't think so. He's a super fan. Yeah. I mean, that that's the determination thing. we made before. Yeah. Marianne was a super fan and Bobo was a super fan. Wendy, the slow adult, is in the whack pack. Underdog, whack pack. Medicated Pete, whack pack. Yes. Jeff, the drunk, whack pack. Mark, the bagger, whack pack. Yes. Asian Pete, whack pack. Siobhan, yes. Mm. Siobhan, the transsexual. Mm. So yeah, what the fuck? Stopper. I think so, because, yeah, just because. You have to think about it. Jeff the Vomit Guy, definitely whack pack. Marfon Mike, whack pack. Captain Jenks. See, I don't think Not Captain Jenks pack. is in the whack pack. He's, yeah. he's a regular guy who makes good phony phone calls. Right. Joey Boots was not in the whack pack, but High Pitch Eric is in the whack pack. Right. There it is. There's your list. Hey, Howard, can I add one to yeah. the list? And I, 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 I would fight really hard for him, and I don't know how he, he was left off this list. Crackhead Bob. Of course oh, he's Whack Pack. I don't know who <clears throat> left him off the list. That's insanity. He's not alive <clears throat> anymore, but he's definitely Whack Pack Hall of Famer. Because the question was, before I get to Jeff the Vomit <clears throat> guy, because i got to get to him. You don't but, have Gina Man and... Um, Gina Man was Whack Gina Pack. Gina Woman on there. <laughs> Gina Man. Rapping Granny, was she whack pack? No. No. 
No. She was weird, but she wasn't. I'll give you a hard one. You think Lenny Dykstra's whack pack? Oh, I don't think he's whack. No, me neither. Yes. Blue Irish I do. was. You do think he's whack pack? What, oh. How do you figure? That's kind of funny. Because, okay, Lenny. for starters, nobody really pays attention to anything Lenny does anymore except for us. You know what I mean? Like, he's right. now in our universe. Right and he's he's out there. I mean, he does outrageous things. Whenever, you know, he's got a great voice, you know, with, mm. you know, with the teeth missing. But he's not whack pack. He's not whack pack. Not whack pack. Sorry. I mean, I got I to gotta draw the line somewhere. But why isn't he whack pack? Just because he had another famous career? Yeah, because he's, he was a baseball player, Hall of Famer yeah. type, you know. He did crazy things in his life. You know, the ended slot. up in weird. But we know a lot of celebrities who've done crazy things in their lives. Right. And who've been yeah, regulars yeah, yeah. on the show. That's right. That's right. We celebrate them, but they're not whack pack. <laughs> anyway, so we Looking were talking. good, Robin. Baseball has a, a Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll has a Hall of Fame. There's even a Radio Hall of Fame, as lame as it is. But it got me thinking, what if there was a Whack Pack Hall of Fame and who should be in it? And um, so we put the question to the Whack Pack themselves. Oh. Some of the answers will leave you scratching your head, but here you go. Take uh, Tan Mom. Tan Mom picked Eric the Actor, which is a great choice. Uh, Eric, the actor, of course, a little person called in nearly every day until his death in 2014. But what's weird about this is Tan Mom, her description of Eric sounds nothing like him. I don't even think she knows he's dead. Somehow she came up with the name Eric, the actor, but here she is. Eric, the little person. He's so caring and giving, and I think he's a true whackpacker that loves Howard for everything that he's worth. I didn't ask him for anything. Like a lot of these guys, they want money and they want their name out there. Yeah, see, she doesn't know because Wait, that I, was Eric. That way, Eric <laughs> is the exact opposite. Eric used the show to launch an acting career. He started his own modeling agency. He, he didn't need even... airtime like he, he. Most people need to breathe. Yeah, right. And he need he needed um, he needed me to hang up on celebrities when I was interviewing them because he was on hold. I mean, I loved him, but had I wouldn't. A, a, a heightened um, a yeah. feeling about his importance. Yeah. And he and he wasn't caring and giving. He once asked his manager and friend Johnny Frado to put out a mafia style hit on a guy named Jerry. Yeah, not not yeah. very forgiving at all. <laughs> yeah, and he had a ton of uh, insults he hurled at me. You know, and one of the greatest things about most whack packers, many whack packers, is they don't want to be in the whack pack. He hated the idea. Yeah, that's right. He hated me, but he wasn't caring. No Fuck you. Ass wipe. And I don't ever recall him ever saying he loved you. I'm club fucking footed, you ass wipe. Shut your fat mouth. Shut the fuck up. Bye for now, big nose bastard. Look who Wendy voted for for the Whack Pack Hall of Fame. She was really decisive. Uh, she knew who she wanted in. She knew who she wanted out. Hmm. Listen to this. I think um, Gary the Conqueror, because Gary the Conqueror is an awesome guy, and I love him. I still love him. If there was a Wack Hack Hall of Fame, do you think that you should be in it? Yes. 
everybody has um the queen um everybody likes me more than the other white packers who's the one black packer that you think could never get into the hall of fame high pitch eric why not high pitch because he he lies he tried to kill little kids Jesus. Hmm. I was really shocked that Gar- that uh, Gary the Conqueror was Wendy's choice for the uh, Whack Pack Hall of Fame because they were friends. They kissed in the green room at our old studio at K-Rock. They actually made out, but but they haven't gotten along in recent years. Well, Their relationship Gary. Gary has not liked her at all. No, he he like he's like he's like Jake Gyllenhaal in the Taylor Swift situation. He, <laughs> you know, th- their relationship got so bad that when we paired them together for an advice show, they couldn't even work together. We had to stop the show. Yeah. Here's here, this is why I'm shocked by this because here's Gary and Wendy arguing their asses off on the show. What you need to do is stretch out your pussy and put things in so your pussy won't hurt. How can you stretch out your pussy, you bitch? She can either put a stick in her pussy or a brush. That's disgusting. Oh, shut the fuck up, you oh, old baby. Come up there and kick your fucking ass, you fucking ass bitch. Stupid little bitch. Uh, you won't hear the fart eight noise, and it won't smell. You don't turn on the fan when you have fights out of your pussy. Girls don't have fights out of your pussy, you bitch. Oh, shut the F out, you fucking moron. You don't know jack shit. Oh, you don't know Don't make me come out there and kick your goddamn ass, you freaking moron. When you're on your period, when you have diarrhea, you use the pad so you don't diarrhea all over yourself. And you don't get diarrhea in your vagina because you can get sick. I don't get diarrhea, I don't get diarrhea in my vagina, you asshole. You have you, a vagina, bitch. You know what? You can hit. Shut up, you motherfucking bitch. Go wash your vagina, you bitch. I do wash my vagina. I don't believe in that shit, you bitch. I'll be honest. If I get the presidency, I know who I'm picking for the Supreme Court. Those two. Oh, my goodness. That's it. (laughs) Say hello. I'm going nuts, baby. Well, you know, we have used Wendy as a judge, and she does a good job. (laughs) (laughs) But those two used to make out, and they kind of had a thing going. They used to like each other. What do you want, Bobo? I forgot you were on the line. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I have an announcement to make. I um, tested positive for COVID. That's why I wasn't on the board those two days last week. And I was fully vaccinated. I got it pretty bad. I couldn't breathe that well. I lost all my energy. I felt like I was run over by a freight train. And they had to give me an emergency uh, regin infusion, which is the monoclonal cocktail antibody uh, intravenous for three hours. And that brought me back, and I was able to, you know, be able to breathe better and things like that. On top of that, I have bronchitis. So, See, uh, you know, I'm battling that. I think it's mono monoclonal antibodies. Well, he also Nothing. said Mono-clon- Regeneron, yeah, and you didn't get that either. <laughs> right. I, but All right. So, okay, yeah. let, let's not bust Bobo's balls too bad because he's sick. But um, where did you get the COVID, do you think? Do you know? Yes, I do. Um, they tracked it because uh, I went to Universal and last Saturday, 
And, uh, you know, went on a Jimmy Fallon ride, a few rides and stuff. But I'm always masked up. Jimmy Fallon except, ride. You know, yeah, Jimmy Fallon has to ride over there. Um, but, you know, and that night I started feeling really bad. And then by that Sunday, I was out of it. And, of course, Monday and Tuesday, I didn't call the show. I'm always up on the board. And I was flat on my back, zero energy. It's like air out of a pincushion. And it was really bad. My throat was sore. But I never lost my sense of taste or, you know, smell. And the way they told me, if you didn't get that vaccine, if I wasn't fully vaccinated, Howard, we'd be having a different conversation. And we wouldn't be I, having I, a conversation because you'd probably be dead. But, you'll be, uh, you know, you'll right, be talking to me because thing. I'm dead. Yeah. Here's the thing. And I lost two good friends, Howard, because they procrastinated of not getting the vaccine and they're no longer here. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did the right thing, and uh, thank God for that. But she told me you got to get in there right away as an emergency within a 10-day window to get that infusion. And I tell you, that See, is the greatest thing. I got to tell you, up. man. First of all, I'm glad you're okay. But, uh, you know, thank my you. wife and I were just having this conversation. We're like, you know, gee, when are things going to get back to normal? You know, that whole thing. And I'm telling you, we know more people like Bobo who are vac- fully vaccinated and even with treatment, they're still having ongoing, lingering symptoms from this thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it is just, you know, it's just not over in these uh, these schools that, you know, are not having a, a, a mask mandate even. I don't get it. But uh, we got a serious problem out there. And even people vaccinated are having to get, as Bobo says, monoclonal roller. Anti-monochrom- monochromatic uh, mononucleosis uh, shots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, the cocktail I, antibodies. Yeah, you know? yeah. I yeah. I couldn't give you my Paul McCarthy questions. I wanted you to right. ask Paul McCarthy some questions or Billy Joel too. I wanted to. Ask right. I wish you had called us because I would have wanted to hear what you sounded like <laughs> when you really sure wasn't good. All right, Bobo, that's a good lesson. Get the get the vaccine. What? Oh yeah, you got to get everybody listening right now. You run out and get it. I'm telling you, stop with the bullshit because it saved my life. I'm telling you, and I'm able to talk to my favorite person in the world. And uh, it's, I tell you, man, I thought it was down for the count. And I they, thought it uh, was 913 all over again. I tell you. it's, And I still feel it in my lungs, in the back, because you have your lungs in the front, of course. But in the back, it goes down to about the 12th rib. And I feel like a reverberation when I talk. And when I breathe in, and so they mm. said that's going to be for another three or four weeks with the, you know, lucky it wasn't pneumonia. They first thought I had pneumonia, and that would have been bad. So at least that bronchitis and it's treated. And I'll tell you something else. Bobo was one of yeah. those people waited a long time to get the vaccine. He was on the fence. He didn't know. You know, he was yeah, reading all that stupid shit on the fucking Internet. Yeah, the vaccine's it. safe. I took it. Robin took it. Everyone who's taking it, they're doing just fine. Cut the bullshit. Let's get rid of this COVID once and for all. Everybody take the vaccine. I'm sick of all of you. All right, Bobo. Thank you. Herd immunity. Thank you, man. I'm telling you, he was one of those guys. I'm yeah. not, I don't know if I'm going to get the vaccine. You know, all the bullshit. Listening it's to safe. every stupid person he could find. Anyway. There's a whole bunch of people. I'll get back to this with the Whack Pack Hall of Fame. I got to play you this Jeff DeBama guy, though. It's the greatest thing. It's the greatest thing. So um, I'm going to call this home. I'm not a big fan of uh, the vomit guy. 
I'm not either, but this is particularly good. And you know what? Every time you think you don't want to hear from him anymore, it's fucking crazy. You kind of do. For anybody out there who doesn't know who Jeff the Vomit guy is, he's a guy called us years ago. He's a self-proclaimed vomit lover. It's a fetish he's got. He, he spends his days looking for women to vomit on him. For what, from what we know, no one ever does no this. No one. I mean, he's never found one. So Wolfie decided on his own to do a deep dive with Jeff the Vomit guy, even though you and I can't stand him. Okay. But he was like, I think there's some gold there. And he was right. Wolfie's right. Jeff the Vomit guy, he, he wanted to know what goes on in Jeff's apartment because Jeff has a um, this contentious relationship with his roommate, who's a Jamaican woman. They've been living together for seven years. Can you imagine living with this guy? No. I didn't well, know he lived with anybody since he left, lost his parents. Let me tell you something. Jeff found his roommate on Craigslist. They moved in together seven years ago. She can't stand him. I mean, I'd go nuts from the fucking guy. But it's way worse than anything you ever thought. Living with Jeff is as bad as you can imagine times ten. Listen to what this poor woman has to tolerate. Here's but clip wait a one. minute. She's been there seven years. She can't figure out how to get out of there. A lot of people don't have money. And, you know, whatever the deal is here, these two, you know, they have to coexist. But it's just awful. Like, just just listen to the misery. What is your roommate's biggest complaint about you? I would say that um, everything I keep, uh, she would say I'm not clean. I, 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 I did, she finds du- duty stains all over the place or uh, I don't. Uh, like my bed sheets, uh, uh, even it just today. It so happens I, I, I took a shower. I must have had a smudge of duty, which I didn't realize. I sat down on my on my 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 comforter, and I didn't realize I left a, a duty stain in it. So she comes by, and she see she see she sees it. So she thought I might must have had an accident in, in, in on the bed at some point overnight. And then she says, "It's no wonder there are there are flies always flying around." You know little little fleas or flies flying because they they you know they go for duty <laughs> can you hey. imagine he's that guy from that cartoon he has uh, his own set of flies that follow yeah him. they're like peanuts what's what was that character the, the, the disgusting pig pen, yeah, pig yeah. pen. he's his own pig pen wolfie good job this is i'm um, wait till you hear the rest of this i i was gagging when i heard this i love the way he talks though i got to him and it's like well, I don't know. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, I, he I, doesn't get it. What's the yeah, problem? Yeah. Well, I mean, she's annoyed with my duty, my duty being all over the bed. But uh, I mean, what's the uh, what's the issue? I mean, and imagine she's living with him seven years and there's shit everywhere. Imagine, I, I mean, I mean, I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> He's going to do something finally to make her throw up. I think. Like the only worst roommate would be like Hannibal Lecter. He's making you know women in the basement. Uh, he's peeling their skin off to make a skin suit. I don't understand. All I do is shit in the house, and uh, she she. He's even saying when he gets out of the shower, he sits on his comforter, and there's still shit on him. Listen to this. Bed she- bed sheets aren't the only place Jeff's roommate finds shit stains. Listen to what Wolfie uncovered. She also finds fault uh, with my my do my, my duty habits. You know, I continuously use water enemas. Okay, I find it a very helpful way to cleanse myself. But she, she doesn't like uh, the fact that I use uh, the bathtub to rinse out my ass. Okay, well, you, well, she doesn't like the fact that I, you know, that I duty in the bathtub. When you need to take a shit, do you shit yeah. in the bathtub? Yes. 
Why do you shit in the bathtub? I give myself water enemas because I find that over the years, doing shitting over a toilet wasn't very helpful to me. It didn't fulfill the need. It, I didn't feel very clean, um, um, whether it be using toilet, just toilet paper. If you do such a good job of cleaning the bathtub, yeah, yeah, yeah. how do, is she yeah. finding duty stains and, and making these complaints? Because sometimes the water doesn't go down well right away in this very old house. So, uh, you know, she could walk in. It takes a while for the water to go down and uh you know only really after the water totally goes down that's when i could clean the tub <laughs> but he's I laying mean, in the shitty water yeah 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 i mean can, people are disgusting can you imagine what this woman is saying he guts in the tub wolfie where are you let me understand this it, it, it wolfie do i have this right how you doing man good how are you he gets in the tub he fills it you know he has a tub full of water he gets in there and he shits while he's laying in the water. Is that what he's doing? I think I think what he's doing, he first shits into the tub. Like he puts his ass over the tub, then shits in it. And then he then he lays down afterwards and he sprays the water into his asshole to clean it. <sighs> Wait a second. <sighs> Hold on a second. He's shitting into the bathtub, but why would he he's, shit? In, in other words, he's not in the water when he's shitting. He says it's not it's not fulfilling to shit on the toilet, so he shits directly into the bathtub. So, oh, but he's not sitting in the water. Not no, not 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 right away. But then he does get shit on himself because he he's got to position his ass to get the water into his asshole to clean himself. Oh, with the nozzle from the tub. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, so he gets in the tub. Uh, yeah, yeah. The shit straddles does, the. I guess he's the shit water does touch him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even understand. I swear I still don't understand what he's doing. I don't. You think he he doesn't fill the tub with water. He shits into the tub. He shits into then the he, tub. Then he then he turns on the faucet. And what does he do? Yeah. He bends his asshole like he gets on all fours and gets his asshole into the water spigot. Correctly. However, he he somehow backs his ass up to the faucet to get the water in. Oh my air. god! And does do his knees get in shit because the shit in the? Yeah. Oh. Yes. There, there, oh. There's no way you you can avoid it. Oh. Oh. He's the best. Would you? Would, would, the the apartment must smell to high heaven. I mean, I I would rather live. You know, that doesn't go down the drain, Howard. No. I'd rather live I, on a COVID ward than with Jeff. I'm not kidding. I take my chances. <laughs> His apartment, so I, I've had a chance to see into it just through like a Zoom conversation, and, uh -huh. and it looks like something from Silence of the Lambs. Like even his light bulbs are like pink and green. And everything's covered in dust. There's <laughs> birds everywhere. It it's insane. <laughs> Where does the roommate stay with all this stuff? Yeah, I mean, how big is this place? I mean, she, you know, that's the point we're making. The reason the place must stink, it's a tiny little apartment, right? It's not like some grand palace. She has she has her own room and he has his own bedroom. So that that's the separation. But she, she share is a bathroom. miserable. She is mm. miserable with him. Jeff's roommate. This is a good clip. Jeff's roommate doesn't hide her disdain for Jeff. She also doesn't call him out for all of his disgusting habits. Listen to this. What is the most hurtful thing that your roommate has ever said to you? Um, that um, let's see. Everybody knows I'm I'm I'm, um, I'm mentally ill, or uh, what else? Uh, 
that uh, that I have a, I'm a behavioral problem. Has your roommate ever caught you masturbating? Um, yes, probably seen me under the covers, man. Does, doesn't that does that doesn't that doesn't uh, she doesn't seem to care about that. Nor does she really express any much concern over my vomit vomit desires, which emetophilia, which which really. Um, has taken over my life since the age of 15. That doesn't face her about me, okay? Boy, that roommate really knows how to pick her battles. Like, she's like, you know what? I'm just going to stick to the shit, harp on that. She's smart. Yeah, forget the vomit. I'm sticking yeah. to harping on the shit. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Got to pick catching, your battles. Catching Jeff masturbating is a breath of fresh air compared to finding duty stains everywhere in the house and in the shit in your bathtub. I mean, I, I think they'd kick Jeff out of a crack den for his behavior. <laughs> <laughs> How do you live with this asshole? Yeah, apparently, I mean, what? Why, why is she so upset? I mean, uh, all I'm doing is uh, trying to clean my bowel. Uh, I, I mean, am I the strange one? Am I, am, am I the am I the uh, odd one here? Oh, the worst thing she says is I'm mentally ill. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> she says uh, she says I'm mental. By the way, all those bird sound effects too. He has birds in the apartment too. They're shitting like everywhere. 20, and 20 they're pigeons. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. They're in the apartment, right? The 20 pigeons. They're in the apartment. When you talk to them, they're so loud. It's it's like they're right up to the phone receiver. Wolfie, Wolfie asked Jeff if he ever has jerked off to his roommate. That's interesting. Like, is he sexually attracted to her? I'd like to know that. Have you ever pleasured yourself while thinking about your roommate? Yeah, I have. I have. Fantasizing of yeah. I have a lot of times, but uh, you know it, it gets nowhere. I mean, I've, I've asked her, uh, you know, could she ever, if she ever felt nauseous or sick, which could she ever vomit in front of me? And uh, she says, "Oh, she went. Why would she want to do such a thing?" She says she does. She doesn't get sick. How many times per day are you currently masturbating? I would say on the average uh, twice a day, only twice a day. Where uh, do you come? I probably come. Uh, Probably under the blanket, on the blanket, you know, probably on the blanket. Pretty often, pretty often. I would do it though more often for because uh, I eat on my, you know, I eat, I eat food on my, I eat on my bed, or my, maybe on my thigh, on you know, my thigh, my hands, you know. What? He says everything so. What is so great about him is he says everything so matter of factly. You know, it's just like, I, I, well, I probably uh, jerk off uh, twice a day uh, on my thigh or, or perhaps on the blanket. I, 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 I he eat. something about eating in the bed. What does that I, have to do I with eat, the bed? Well, probably the, the roommate doesn't want to see him, so he probably like quickly cooks something up and then goes into his bedroom and <laughs> lives in there and eats on the bed. You know, uh, am I the strange one? I, I eat on the bed, so uh, uh, and then I come on my, my plate. That's one of the more gross takeaways. He he jerks off into his sheets and then he sits yeah. there and eats in the exact same spot. Oh, oh, is he is he so gross? Not like I mean, remember he was getting really fat. Is he like like three thousand pounds now? No, he's not, he's not quite that heavy. I mean, he's 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 definitely he's out of shape. But uh, yeah, he's yeah. not three hundred pounds yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when he says he comes on his blanket. I'm assuming he, you know, he's, he probably only has one blanket, so it's just like crusty. Oh, I'm gonna throw up. Does this yeah, he, bedroom of his have a door on it? Why is she always walking by and seeing him <laughs> masturbate? I mean, well, I, I think mean, he wa wants wa her to see it. I think I like I, I like when she sees it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, 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 it, it am I the odd one? Am I strange? <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> wow, wow. 
breathtaking. And there's Imagine only one kid. bathroom. Is that right? I, that's the idea, I think, because that's where she sees all the shit in the tub. Can you yeah, imagine? You got, you got to picture that. So as the water drains slowly, every time the water stops for a bit, it leaves another shit ring shit around ring, the right. tub. So it, it's like Saturn. There's so many shit rings around the tub. <laughs> you know, I have a friend one time. He said we were, we're going for a run and he prayed. He just said, thank you, God, for giving me feet that work. I want to say thank you, God, for just giving me a living that I can make enough money that I live on, you know, on my own. I don't have to live with Jeff, the vomit guy. I mean, yeah. thank that you, is thank a, you, my mistress. Seriously, thank you. Thankful. Yes. Thank you. I'm going to write down that on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, I'm going to say I am thankful that I don't have to live with Jeff, the vomit guy. <laughs> I, I, I think I'd kill myself. If it's things were that be hard. Bad. I, I, I can't imagine. It, it, it's brutal. you know what it reminds me of. It's like when when Gary's dad got divorced from Gary's mom and. He went and he lived in like some dude's house, like with five other guys, and they all had hot plates. They didn't even have a kitchen. Yeah, like and each Gary, guy had a room, and each guy had his own hot plate. Yeah, some guys even used to bunk together, and and then Gary's parents went back together again. And I said, Gary, I thought your father hated your mother. He goes, He does, but you know, he's living with a hot plate. Like <laughs> I'd rather live with her than with a bunch of he dudes in a hot place. To a level where it was better to live with her. Howard, yeah, Howard, like, and his that, mother was miserable, right? I mean, your mom is impossible it, to live with. She she gave him a really hard time, but the saddest Christmas for me ever. The saddest Christmas. He wouldn't let me see the place. Right. And I said, Dad, Dad what what can I get you for Christmas? And I got him. It was some weird thing. It was kind of like a mini hot plate that you could put a cup on, and it would like boil your soup. So he would take soup out of the patties. And that's yeah. what I was like, oh, this is just the worst. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, this woman, there's got to be something better out there for this woman than living with Jeff for seven years. It's just yeah, who crazy. Did go back to. <laughs> Here's some more stuff that Wolfie uncovered. In addition to masturbating to his roommate, Jeff also jerks off to vomit porn. Evidently, there is such a thing. There is vomit porn. In fact, he even like sent us a link to one of his favorite vomit porn videos. And in the video, a naked woman drinks a gallon of milk and begins violently vomiting. So imagine hearing that coming from your roommate's bedroom. Like, you know, you're hearing, like, you know. Yeah, so we take um, two gallons of milk and we drink all of it um, and we hold it and we don't go to the bathroom. And, and so if we drink the whole two gallons um, and we hold it in for a while, then we, you know, can get the calcium and all the nutrients, you know, that are in it. And then, um, then we just go and throw it up. Vomit porn. <laughs> Jerking off to that. I guess there are other dudes into this. If they're making porn. Oh, All right, I, I'm going to pass on that one. I don't know how much more time was left on that, but I'm done. Yeah, it's too jerks off to have to come up. <laughs> I like that he like vomiting is so great. Is like, uh, and he's got a special name for it. Like, I mean, I, 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 I like vomit. I'm in a metaphilia. I'm into a metaphilia. You know, like what what the fuck is that? A metaphilia. I, even the ancient Romans were, were were into vomit. They had the vomitoriums. I mean, don't you know that, Robin? I mean, what, what what is the big deal? 
upset oh, for him. He acts like it's commonplace. Like everyone knows about this, to... and no one knows about this. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sad for the people who who make a living catering yeah. to people like Jeff. Yeah, yeah. And Wolfie's point is right. He acts like you know everyone should. He goes, what, what, I'm, not, "I'm shocked. More people are into vomit and vomit vomiting on one another." You know, it's like uh, what? Anyway, just so here's imagine the, somebody says to you, all right, I don't know how much this woman gets for this kind of porn, but whatever it is, it's not enough. Well, you're going to love this now. Now, here's the kicker to the whole thing. So, you know, Jeff, the vomit guy, so proud and he thinks he's so special because he's into vomit. Makes him special. It's like Jews for Jesus. You know what I mean? They got to be special. It's not enough to be a Jew. They got to be Jew for Jesus. And Jeff, the vomit guy, thinks he's so fucking special, so he was talking to Wolfie. He wants a woman to puke on him. Can we help him out? So we prank called him. So we claim to have found a woman willing to fulfill his vomit fantasy. <laughs> but there was a catch that there was another vomit lover named Steve, the vomit guy who wanted to compete against Jeff for the woman's throw up. So we go, Jeff, we love you. You're Jeff, the vomit guy, but there's also Steve, the vomit guy. So we're going to have like a dating game. And you gotta, you gotta try to win her love. And he's like, of course, of course. I mean, uh, who would he's be ready me? To who is compete? he? Thinks he yeah. can win, right? Well, he was like, who is this uh, Steve the Vomit guy? I mean, after all, what uh, you know? I mean, Jeff thinks he's king of the creeps. Like for I any know. competition to come in, he he can't handle that. And nothing gets in the in the way of Jeff's love of vomit. So he was up for the challenge because he says, "There's no way this guy's going to beat me for this woman." Uh, and he instantly they started going toe to toe. Steve the Vomit Guy and Jeff the Vomit Guy were going on it. So you, for your listening pleasure, Robin, just listen to this first clip. Hey, guys. Is this Jeff and Steve? Yeah, I'm, I'm Jeff. I'm Jeff the Vomit Guy. Yeah, hello, and I'm Steve the Vomit Guy. <laughs> it's really nice to meet you guys. Thanks for talking to me. I get very turned on spilling my half-digested lunch on hot men. I mean, that's just it. I find it. I find it very natural. It's as natural for me as breathing the air. Yes, I, yeah. I totally. It's a part of me. Oh, uh, well, of me. Uh, for me, it's as natural as blinking or, or uh, uh, drinking water. <laughs> mm. I, uh, I I came out of the womb, the womb, uh, as a uh, mouth saliva well, fetishist, okay? Well, guess, guess what? So am I, okay? You guys are already making me sick. Man, it's getting heat. He's like, me too. He's like, Meanwhile, minute, this guy's stealing my thunder. Yeah, like Jeff's, Jeff was reduced to me too. I, I came out of the womb uh, myself as a, uh, 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 what is it called again? An, uh, a, uh, a metaphilia. A, a metaphilia. Yeah. I came out of the womb and a metaphiliac. Anyway, so Jeff and Steve started debating over foods. Like we were like, okay, what kind of foods would you feed this woman to make her vomit? So they got competitive again. All right, Jeff. Describe the perfect date to me. What are we having? I would, I would say, have some pasta, pasta meal, pizza, some, some uh, sausage and peppers, mm. and then go out for Chinese, chow mein, egg roll, mm. stuff it all in—a combination of foods to make you sick. And, yeah, make and me if sick. you had the the will to be able to actually hold it in to to that perfect moment. That would be uh, an ideal uh, scenario for me. Oh, yeah, I love that. All right, 
Steve, what would you feed me? Tacos, burritos, and rotten shrimp. Mm. Rotten oysters, and uh, that, that maybe find uh, some roadkill. Uh, uh, a combination who, who would of you, foods. Who, you, you wouldn't possibly want to do that. You, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to uh, eat roadkill. I mean, you don't that's... know that. You'd stop trying to vomit block me. <laughs> we got into it, and then she started getting more and more turned on. And uh, both men revealed they were pleasuring themselves during this uh, oh, contest. No. For her. Yeah. Oh, this is really. They, you couldn't. I have two more disgusting people, <laughs> Jeff and Steve, the vomit guy. I am yeah. into oh. both of you right now, oh. and I'm really, like, I'm well, getting sick. Okay? I would like to be right there and, 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 and sticking my index finger, help, helping you helping you uh, on your tongue, <sighs> helping and starting to gag you, helping you to vomit. I'm burping okay? up bile right now. Oh, I'm burping up bile right now. Like this is really yeah. turning me on. Oh, my genitalia! Uh, is this turning you guys on? Are mm-hmm. you guys as turned on as I am? I happen to be sitting here naked on my bed, uh, um, 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 playing with myself for the past fifteen minutes as we've been talking all this time. Oh, and I have a toothbrush in my ass. Oh, oh yeah, that's oh. gross. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's such a. <laughs> What the fuck? What is going on? Anyway, so now, right in this phone conversation, just as our female vomiter was about to reveal her choice Uh between Jeff the vomit guy and Steve the vomit guy, a super cool vomit lover named Chris the vomit guy barged in to try and steal her away. Oh. Now Jeff's going nuts. The man who I want to vomit on is hold on someone's at the door uh, hello uh, uh what's up losers oh no <laughs> it's chris the vomit guy chris the vomit guy. Uh, yes uh, is it really you chris the vomit guy? Yeah. oh my god i've chris, always wanted to uh, meet you i here really... i am this is chris uh, i'm a vomit lover i'm okay i like when it comes out a little green and gray <laughs> oh. no uh really uh it's me and uh, i've been listening to these two these two uh quite frankly uh pikas if i may say and i'm not uh i'm not too impressed by uh, uh, either of them i'm not okay? i'm not that much impressed by you because i consider my myself to be the original the one and only vomit loving guy now i wouldn't go there jeff now chris is the hottest vomit lover in town uh, i am on uh, i am on social medias i am on i have my own newsletter i was on uh, forbes uh, 500 top vomiters i'm the I one who's been calling up uh, for 21 years for 21 since since i had uh tabitha stevens um, kendra jade throw up on me i had taylor swift vomit on me okay taylor swift yeah i've heard of taylor swift but she never vomited on you oh really oh guys, really guys there is no need to fight chris it would be my honor <laughs> to puke on you you want the puke jeff you can't handle the puke all right <laughs> bye losers <laughs> bye guys see ya <laughs> chris the vomit guy won her heart Oh, my God. Oh, my God. In the last clip, Jeff and Steve were left hanging on the line without the girl after they lost the dating game to Chris the Vomit Guy, and it was just devastating. Uh, things were going so well. I mean, I, I, I hoped uh, one of us would get her, but, but then, you know. Uh, some some Chris comes along and, uh, and uh, just steals her away, huh? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, you know, I I don't want to speak at a school or, or anything, but uh, 
we do have have a similar fetish. Well, yeah, per perhaps, yeah. And uh, maybe we could uh, cover each other in vomit. No, you know, it's, you know, what's the old saying? It's just not my cup of tea. And uh, it's not my cup of tea either, but, uh, you know, puke is puke, so... Would you be willing to pay me some money? What what uh what are we looking at here? Thousand dollars. You could um, go as far as you want. Could I uh, puke in your ass? You want to puke in my ass? It's fine with me. Would you uh, fart the puke back into my mouth? I might do better than I might. I might shit the puke back in your mouth. I know I have some rolls of dimes laying around, so I'll I'll check, uh, and if I have a thousand, uh, then uh, we can shit puke. Okay, gotta get off the phone then. Okay. Mm, bummer. Davis, <laughs> he was devastated. <laughs> devastated yeah. after that call. So close. <laughs> Beautiful. He could taste the vomit. I think he was that, that close. Was that close? <laughs> nice call, huh? It's funny. <laughs> hey, Chris, the vomit guy. You around? Uh. Chris, the vomit guy. Uh, that was the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello? Nice job. Oh, thank Just you very fun. much. I oh, uh, I sweeped in there and I uh, did my uh, thing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like it never occurs to Jeff that everyone has the same way of speaking. You know, it's like it, oh, uh, yeah. He doesn't realize he's being looked. You have the same cadence as uh, as I do, and uh, that's uh, very uh, fortuitous. Uh. <laughs> You're not a real vomit guy. I'm the original Jeff the vomit guy. I don't know who you are. You didn't get Taylor Swift. You're you're some kind of imposter, clearly. Okay, uh, this is my uh, opportunity. Uh. <laughs> do you shit in the tub too? Oh, oh no! I shit in a uh, Toto uh, toilet, of course. I'm a very cool vomit lover. Very, very ah, cool. I wonder you got oh, the date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Wow! Wow, we. Well, that was good, Wolfie. You know what? There was a lot of gold in there. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff. I mean, the stuff that he reveals, it gets even darker. But for another day, <laughs> there's, there's a lot. There. Really? You got you got you got part two for tomorrow. There's a part two. I don't know if it's tomorrow, but he just every time you talk to him, something new comes up. Like uh, he even through COVID, he he reveals that he walks around Manhattan and he finds dirty masks on the ground and he just puts them on his face and and really? wears them because he's too, he's too cheap to buy them. God, are you kidding? I got to hear that. <laughs> Oh, look, it's Steve the Vomit Guy. Hey, Steve. Oh. Hello, hello. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, cleanliness is my highest uh, priority, okay? So I'm going to uh, demonstrate to my duty uh, in the tub. So I'll put it in the tub right now. I'll run the water here. Here comes the duty. Steve, come the, Steve the Vomit Guy. You have, I hear pigeons in there. <laughs> here come the flies. I hear pigeons in there, too. You're a pigeon lover as well, right? I'm a I'm a vomit loving pigeon lover, and the, the pigeons are uh, are vomit lovers themselves. Okay, they do uh, the, the, the regurgitation, the, the regurgitative uh, the feeding. Okay, if I could be reborn, I would be reborn as a pigeon. It would fulfill my primeval urges, the the erotica, the decadence of of worshiping at at the uh, porcelain altar. Okay, let's go to Aaron. Aaron, you're on the air. Aaron in Canada. What's up? Fuck, that is gold, my man. That's going to yeah, be gotta... one of the funniest things I've heard in a while. 
I got to hand it to Wolfie because I was in a meeting with Wolfie and I said, you know what? I fucking had it with that Jeff DeBama guy. It just makes me ill. And he goes, I don't care what you say, boss. You're fucking, I'm going in there, man. I go, okay, good luck with this guy. I can't take him. But Wolfie disregarded all uh, protocols and went in and uh, came out with gold. So thank you, Wolfie. Nice job. Yeah, yeah well, everybody told you that mind that. was condemned, and you went in anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. ah, I was like, Robin's had enough of this guy. I had enough of this guy. We all had enough of this guy. But uh, Wolfie was like, he was, he was almost belligerent. I'm going in there. There's more for Jeff, and he claims he's got more on Jeff the Vama guy. Like uh, I defied and you, and it's darker I had than to. what we just heard. Oh my god! I, I, I don't understand. You defied me. I mean, who do you think you are? Are you a vomit lover yourself, or uh, are you a metaphilia? I mean, uh, what are you? I don't understand. This is a, a, a metaphobia that you I would disrespect. <laughs> the everyone, everyone talks about these uh, transgenders, and they're all afraid of them. But everyone disregards the uh, metaphilia, and, uh, and, and 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 I see uh, gays get respect. Uh, what is it? Uh, a gay file. A metaphile. That's right, Robin. And uh, 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 gays get respect. Uh, 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 all these ethnic groups now, and, uh, uh, and, and and but not a metaphilia. No, no. That's it's a, the, this respect for for people who who love the saliva, the, the drool, the gag, the the vomit, the the, the, the tongue, the mouth. Then that, that's because, what I love. Okay, if it's weird, Robin. okay, it's fine. Uh, okay, but but uh, are you vomit shaming? Uh, I don't know. I mean, are you? I, I don't understand. Uh, it's uh, L- LGBTV, okay? V for vomit lover, all right? Hello? You know what you have to do, Steve, is you have to start a magazine. <laughs> a vomit-loving magazine? I mean, that, that that's something I said many years ago, but, but nobody paid attention. So uh, Vomit Monthly. I, I, I love Vomit Monthly, okay? And, and maybe, uh, Robin, if I send you a copy and you experience uh, some sort of nausea, uh, I could come over, okay? And I, I, wait, a second, down. wait a second. Wait a second. I was the one who said uh, November is vomit history month, Robin. You should vomit on me, not him. He's uh, he he's he's not uh, the original. Jeff uh, 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 wait a minute. I I have had a vomit uh, uh, periodical uh, for many years now. A, a, a newsletter. <laughs> I've been sending around uh, to too many uh, uh, different locations. Okay, so all of you are late to the uh, party. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I, ha- I have more pigeons than you, okay? I have I have uh, 900 homing pigeons, okay? And they live with me, and they eat vomit with me, okay? Oh, well, yeah? Oh, yeah? What is the name of your... Uh, uh, mine is Upchuck Quarterly. What is the name of your magazine, If uh, uh, and everyone knows? Pukes Monthly. Pukes. All right, that's pretty good. Okay. Mine is called the Green uh, New Deal, and it's a take off the uh, Green New Deal, of course. Josh, <laughs> <laughs> you're on Jeff the air. Al- no, yeah, but, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Wolfie. Je- Jeff also hey, told me hey, that guys. there's these bugs that live in the pigeon shit, and there's bugs all over the apartment. Oh. I have no idea uh, what uh, it uh, is, but uh, the uh, bugs uh, live in the actual shit. Uh, everyone knows that, and my roommate uh, gets particularly disgusted by these bugs, but uh, what am I to do? What am I to do? Josh, go ahead. You have the floor in North Carolina. Go ahead. Uh, a couple of things, Howard. First, like, can we get a search party or a rescue team in to save that poor woman? Um, <laughs> like sending a team into Haiti or something. I mean, uh, what, what is going on there? I'd rather live in Afghanistan. Haiti. I would rather live on the streets of Haiti. Um, I'd re- I think if, I'd rather do a seven-year stint in Afghanistan. Uh, am I the crazy one? Yeah, if it's a choice between living with Jeff or going to prison, I'll go to prison. Yeah, it's cleaner. So pigeon worms. It would have to be cleaner. What does he Definitely. say? There's pigeon bugs? Like, in this shit, there's bugs? 
Yeah, they're like, I don't, I guess they're kind of like fleas of some sort that live in the shit and then they get everywhere. Then the roommate complains even more because in addition to shit, there's also bugs. Well, wait a second. Uh, uh, shit bugs are my friends. So uh, what, what am I, the weird one? I don't understand. You know what it is? He's probably, first of all, if these pigeons are indoor pigeons, which I believe they are, they shouldn't have any like parasites. and stuff. Like who knows where, what is going on? He's, he okay, so, he told me that years ago he had so many cats in his apartment that he actually called uh, pet protection to come in. He, he ratted himself out because it was that bad. There was like, like 20 cats and they were fighting. They were fighting uh, on top of him. Hello, uh, pet protection. There is a horrible man. I mean, maybe I'm weird, but he has 97 cats and you should go to his, his name is Jeff the vomit guy. <laughs> <laughs> who is this man it's me <laughs> where does he live hold on i'll ask him where do i live <laughs> they didn't arrest him for uh animal abuse no they, they never just, they, they took, don't they arrest up. anybody for animal abuse uh, we're involved so much with animal rescue it's unbelievable what people do to animals and then they never prosecute uh, people have executed their dogs nobody goes it's just awful it's disgusting all right, Josh, you got anything I, to say? Or? Well, just just uh, real quick, if if anybody is a newer member of the audience and you haven't seen what he looks like, you were talking about <laughs> how he talks last week and how it's just vile. You got to find an old Howard TV clip because, like, there's nothing of note about him, but he looks like a guy. It, like, you're not going to be disappointed when you see what he looks like. Is all <laughs> that is true. And. Uh, by the way, um, Steve, the vomit guy, what do you look? Excuse me for one minute. Steve, the vomit guy, what do you look like? I look uh, distinguished, like like a, a very mm, interesting. Uh, cool how you talk. <laughs> we we have to disguise his voice because he's so vile. Right. Howard, I I remember I remember Sal and Richard telling me that out of all the whack pack that come into their studio, and we're talking like Wendy shitting their pants. Uh, you know, Bigfoot, all of these people, the one person that they wouldn't allow in because he smells so bad was Jeff. Like Jeff, really? bo body smell is that bad that they didn't even want to deal with it. And Richard and Sal said that? Yeah. Yep. Well, Richard, Richard, Richard is so, you know, Richard to say that someone smells so bad, like Richard is this, Richard is truly disgusting. So, you know, every year around this time, you know, at Sirius, you have to go to your supervisor and they do a quarterly review or what a yearly review, whatever the fuck yeah. it is. You know, every quarter they, they check in. And Richard was asked, what, <laughs> this is legend, what have you done to, you know, merit a raise or whatever it is? And he says to her, this is unbelievable. And he did it with, he goes, you know, during the show, I, I'm so dedicated to the show. I pee in a bottle uh, in my house. I pee in, um, water bottles and um and she goes that's what you consider going you know way way above for 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 work he goes yeah and he does it with like, like you weren't kidding right like you you're like hey i pass in the a first bottle thing that popped into your head 
No, I mean, it wasn't the first thing that I said. I went over all the great things I've done this year, and then we were just talking. And, you know, we work at a crazy job. So one of the highlights I said was our synchronized pissing thing, which, you know, a lot of work went into, a lot of meetings. (laughs) Sal and I were very dedicated to it. And that kind of led into the fact that, hey, I, I pee a lot here in the basement. And, you know, sometimes if you have, if you go an hour and a half without a commercial, I'll just pee in a bottle and throw it in the trash can next to me rather yeah. than miss yeah, well, the show. Wait. And you said you, you, you pee in the bottle, then you put the cap on it, and then you put it in the recycle bin full of pee. Like, I could respect if yeah. you at least poured it down the toilet. They, they can't recycle. That's disgusting. I just, I put it at the bottom so the recycling guys don't see it. I don't want them to think I'm an animal or something. And by the way, let's be honest, if we're going to be totally honest, there's no way you're washing your hands during this whole routine, are you? Like, you don't care about that. You're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so but, for but Richard, the thing is, hey, Richard, sometimes you I... You know that 10,000 years from now, your bottle of piss is still going to be in the landfill, right? Right. <laughs> hey, that's my you legacy. Laugh. I've left something. <laughs> but but here's my point, Robin. Something to remember if, me by. If Richard is disgusted by Jeff the Vomit Guy, that's pretty bad because Richard's He's pretty fucking be really disgusting. disgusting. Oh, my God. It is. I can't even put into words, Howard, the smell really? of him. It is. It's not just a stink. It is like an otherworldly, like a, another dimension smell, like something that immediately makes you want to run like 20 miles away and it's it, like it um just, you know what it's like walking death like it is i've smelled <laughs> yeah. i grew up on a farm like we used to have dead animals like a cow would die across the street from my parents house and it just get left there into for weeks until a dead animal smells, came by. I know it's, and jeff is worse i'm sorry jeff <laughs> if you're listening i mean jeff's nice i got nothing against him but it is for me to say that somebody smells bad. It is bad. And we, Sal and I put our foot down. We said, okay, we can't record with Jeff. We got no problem with Beetlejuice, Bigfoot, other people that are. Well, you said known that, uh, you said Eric and Beetlejuice have the worst breath ever, but Jeff is worse. Yes. Well, Jeff is not, it's, I don't know. I've never gotten close enough to, I'm sure his breath is horrible. No, but, but I'm saying Jeff's an, it's smell. An all body, it's an all body Jeff's, smell. Yeah. Jeff's all body smell is worse than high pitch Eric's and Beetlejuice's breath. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And Beetle's breath is so bad that we used to, we, that there's these foam microphone covers that we use and yeah. like Beetle's breath like stuck around on these foam microphone covers for days after we would record <laughs> with him. And yeah. so we put one in a glass jar as an experiment and smelled it like a year later and you could still smell Beetle's breath in the glass <laughs> jar. It's literally still in our studio back in New York, but wow. Jeff, Jeff takes the cake. So but Jeff's the only not, guy not in show history. Jeff's the only guy in show history that you would not record with in your studio. That's yeah, amazing. we had to put our foot down. We were like, "Hey, listen, we're team players. We'll do anything. We'll record with anybody." But Jeff, we just can't do it. We can't is, do is it. Is that I'm why? Sorry. Is that why years ago we interviewed Jeff on a park bench outside the building for over an hour? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> why. Like he wasn't even like that. allowed up in the office, like um, right. anywhere around our studio. Jesus. You know you're bad if we won't take you in. Like that is bad. That's really what do you think bad. it is? Do you think he is do you think he doesn't brush his teeth or he doesn't wash his body? I guess he doesn't wash his body. He's washing his body in a shit storm. Like yeah, I think and he bathes and vomits. 
It is. It, that's it. The caller said bathes in vomit. That's what it smells like. He bathed in vomit and urine and let let it um, soak and then, you know, stood out in the sun for 20 days. That's what it smells like. <laughs> and when, and when you see him, it's almost like pig pen. Like, remember pig pen with the lines? It's like you can yeah, almost yeah. see the stench. Yeah, well, yeah, he, are, looks, um, he looks wet. He looks wet all the time. Like there's just moisture <laughs> on him all the time. He's always. Well, I think there's. Uh, I think these bugs that are in the shit of the pigeon probably get attached to him because they, you know, he smells and they probably like him. So he probably I has think little he's bugs. A huge turd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. But he doesn't get irritated. Like he doesn't have skin irritations and all this. Uh, stuff, uh, all these uh, things no, I, I don't know why you all are making so much fun of this because uh, hey. to me it's very normal. It's very hey, normal. Bella bugs. There's a giant walking turd. <laughs> Jump on, hurry. <laughs> and he's got that affect where he's so totally, I guess, damaged that uh, he never like kind of his voice doesn't emote any kind of emotion. It's always like well. well well, to me, it's not uh, that bad. I don't. Uh, I never seem. Yeah, this is a very natural uh, way of living. Uh, Howard, uh, I've, I, I don't, you probably don't remember, but I vomited on him a few times because we couldn't get anybody else to. And he, yeah, you were like, nude. Yeah, I. I think I might have been nude. He was nude. I remember, and but like, I, you would make me hold the microphone <laughs> for him. Like up to his face because you knew I would vomit when I heard other people vomiting. But he was so matter of fact that he wasn't into me vomiting on him. He's but he never got mad. He was just like, oh, you know, it's not my thing. Guys vomiting on me. But this Sorry. was after I covered him in vomit. He, he's just put this so in, like he's he's and so to put matter this in perspective. Fact. Sal has jerked off in his office. Richard has shit his pants in the office. I mean, it's uh, you know these are, these are hardcore gross guys, and they're grossed out by Jeff the vomit guy. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Un-fucking-believable. Yes, Joel, you're on the air, and we got to wrap up things real soon. So, Joel, go ahead in Canada. Uh, hey, now. Hey now. Um, it's a dream come true to talk to you. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm glad you brought this disgusting animal in, in uh, into the conversation. How has Richard Christie and Sal, of course, not been considered for the whack pack? I mean, you, you just went over everything. I don't even have to say anything. The van, well, the toilet. I mean, we just learned things upon things. What's the deal? He's whack. But once we start issuing a paycheck to someone, it's hard to put him in the whack pack. We yeah, start to feel bad about ourselves. Pack. Yeah, they were. But then we well, hired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. A steady job, like steady job keeps you out. Usually, right? They're not on SSI, <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. That's most it. whack packers don't have that steady of a job, but uh, some do. Uh, Ken, you're on the air in Pennsylvania. Hey, now what's up, Howard? Hey, listen. Hey, uh, hey now. I don't, I'm not someone who litters, but uh. Man, I threw my fucking breakfast right out the window when I heard this. When I heard Jeff vomiting on Richard, it's like the most disgusting picture I got in my head. I guess that was my mistake for picture in that. Horrible, no, Richard, horrible Richard, thing. Richard, just to be clear, Richard vomited on Jeff. Yeah, I, mean, I yeah. vomited all over him. Well, in any case, boys, thanks for the update. Wolfie, you were right. Yeah, Jeff, the vomit guy forever. He's got uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, credibility here today with his uh, Don't with his ever update. listen when somebody says that's enough. <laughs> Never again will I listen at all. I, I... Hey, this is Chef the Vomit Guy. This goes out to all the ladies feeling nauseous. I love vomit. Women vomit. I love vomit. Women's vomit. I love vomit. Women's vomit. I love vomit. 
women's vomit. Very nice song. Thank you, Jeff. Hey, let me, uh, <clears throat> Robin, let me uh, do a professional read right now. 